Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What's up, Buffalo Fanatics? Josh Allen here. Just wanted to say, uh, go Bills. What's going on, everybody? Yo, it's your man, Rev, here, joined by my man, Zach Vaughn and Kevin Derricuse in the background. We are part of the BF Riders Club. Glad to be here with you guys on, on another edition, man. Uh, guys, how you guys feeling this morning? Zach, how you feeling, baby? Feeling pretty good. We already have all the preseason games in the book. Now we just got to see how the final 53 shakes out. Man, and that is exactly what we're going to jump into today. Kevin, how you feeling, man? Off and not getting too much sleep. Pretty good. <laughs> yeah, I got, <laughs> I got like next to no sleep at all, man. It's just, it's just been one of those things, man. But hey, it is, it is what it is, baby. It is what it is, and uh, we are excited. But is anybody, man? Look, let me tell you what. I'm glad that we are finally finally about to get into the regular season like this is this is this is the prime time now no more preseason we're done with that nonsense right everything is done and now we are in the regular season man i can't wait i'm, I'm excited about it man we've got we've got we've got a, a jam-packed show for you guys today um as you know we are going to talk about the our roster predictions that are going to be gold you know what i'm saying uh there's, there's going to be some surprise cuts there's going to be some surprise cuts and some surprise makes. Some guys who are going to make the squad that are going to make you say, what? No way. How in the world did this guy make the, make the squad? But it is what it is, man. This is this is, this is is the great part about it. And so I'd like to welcome everybody who is joining us right now. I'm on YouTube, on Twitter, on Facebook, my bad. I don't think you guys made the stream. Uh, that, that is on me. There's an inside joke going on right now this morning, but I'm not going to disclose that. Um, it's gonna be it's gonna get, be kept private, um, but it's all good, man. It's all good. Uh, somebody's talking about turning the background music. Y'all, you, you ain't feeling the background music? Come on now, come on now. This, this is this is how we get get pumped and get amped up for the show. I hope everybody who's watching this live right now is ready to drop their own predictions, their own schedule predi- I mean, not schedule predictions, their own roster predictions. But we are gonna jump right in to that talk this morning. Uh, Zach, Kev, I need you guys to tell me, man. First of all, what did you guys think about last night's preseason game? Because I'll be honest, man. Like I, I was, I was out. Um, my daughter, she's in marching band. She's a freshman in high school, and so she's in marching band. And this was her first game, and so uh, we were out there. And I'm up here trying to watch, trying to trying to watch the game on my phone. Terrible internet connection. It was awful. It was fuzzy. It was grainy. Um, but the little bits that I was able to see at times, man, it just it just wasn't appealing to me. So I, I want to know somebody's opinion who actually watched the game. Zach, what about you, man? Well, my opinion is kind of skewed, too, because I was at work when the game actually happened. But I did watch the condensed version on NFL Plus when I got home. And, again, quite frankly, like you said, it was just, eh. Yeah. It was like a bunch of backups that were going – I don't know. It just seemed kind of, eh, 
to be honest. I mean, Definitely obviously, Case Cam did not look as good against the Panthers as he did against the Broncos because he was playing the second stringers instead of the first stringers. Right. But I'm not, obviously, we shouldn't be going back to the whole cut Case Keenum, he's a bum thing that was going on after week one. Yeah. Preseason. yeah. Like, it was, it was, yeah. I mean, Kev, I mean, Kev, what about you, man? How, how, how did you feel about the game? Did you get a chance to watch it? I didn't really watch too much because I was working. So I yeah. listened to the first half and then I actually went up to Buffalo last night. So I, I listened on the radio. I saw a few highlights here and there. Uh, mm-hmm. I watched in between jobs and when I was in and out of the shower trying to scarf down dinner. Um, I heard that Matt Barkley punted, though, 53 yards, so I did hear that. Yeah, when I heard heard that, I I think somebody – I think in our chat somebody had brought it up, and I was like, what? What do you mean Matt Barkley punted? And I saw the clip, and I was like, oh, dang, all right, man. I mean, mean, for a backup quarterback, it wasn't too bad. It was all right. You know, he got – I think he got a, a lucky bounce. But nevertheless, I mean, it, it worked. You know what I'm saying? It worked. But, yeah, um, people aren't here talking about, yo, the uh, he didn't miss anything, Rev. Uh, you, know, you missed nothing. That, that's kind of what I felt like, you know. But even I'm not going to lie, though. When I was watching it, for some reason, it may, maybe it's because of this this new Bills energy, you know, about the fact that we are like Super Bowl contenders and I expect us to, to beat everybody. I don't care who's playing. Um, I had this expectation that even though the, back, the backups were playing, that we would look a lot better than we did. You know, we just like, to me, it just looked like we were really outclassed. I get it. It was a first team Carolina Panthers offense, but still, man, I, I just, I guess I expected it to be more competitive, I guess, as the word I'm looking for. Um, I just was not thrilled at all. Um, but I did manage to catch some kind of highlights and I saw some clips where there, there were some guys who actually, they kind of popped a little bit, man. They, they looked, they looked, they looked decent. Um, not too bad at all. Um, did, did, did anybody, um, through your, like your highlights or whatever, did anybody like stand now? Did you catch anybody who's like, who stood out in last night's game? I mean, the one person I could think of is Duke Johnson. He had some pretty good runs. Raheem Blackshear continued to impress. He, it seemed, I don't know why it just seems like for some reason people are having a hard time tackling Raheem Blackshear. Yeah. Like, yeah, the guy, the guy seems like a load, man. Um, but he just runs hard. He runs hard. Uh, that's another guy we're gonna. I, I want to. I'm, I'm anxious to talk about today, um, as we as we kind of narrow down our, our roster predictions. Um, I did, you know, when I when I caught a clip of of, of I guess some highlights, but there there was there was something that kind of popped, and I want to I want to show it here. Um, it was like one of the first plays that they showed on the highlights. Let me see if I can play it because I, I want you guys to give me your opinion on it. Because um, it's a gentleman that I've been kind of like yeah on this whole preseason. Um, because there's another guy that's competing with him that I thought has been outperforming him, but this play right here just kind of gave me hope and, and kind of revitalized uh, my, my my hope in him. Let's, let's take a look. Quick throw, oh. and it wasn't open. He was looking for Rashad. On- Did you guys see that? Yeah. My, my man, Kyer Elam. Kyer, I, I got to play that one more time. I got to play that one more time because – it it just his I think I think at this, at this particular point we can actually see his burst, man, and especially because you know we know he's been known to play man coverage, but this right here shows to me you know in zone that he's kind of developing, man. And Kevin, I want to get your thoughts on that. Take a look at this one more time. Quick throw, oh. and it wasn't open. He was looking for Rashad. And on that was nice, man. Kevin, initial thoughts, man, on on, on Kyrie Elam. And his and his development so far. Well, 
a play like that is definitely good to see because as we were getting closer and closer to the opening game, Kyrie Elam really might be on the, the starting lineup come Thursday mm-hmm. night because with Trey White, we still don't know. And Brandon yeah. said that they're trying to max it out as in they're going to stretch it as far as they can until Tuesday afternoon until making a decision on Trey. And yeah. if you put him on the pup list, Kyrie Elam really might be CB2 because Dane Jackson is CB1, assuming Trey is out. Right. And that is between Elam and Christian Benford and maybe someone like Cam Lewis or Nick McLeod, although I don't think they would go that far. Yeah, I don't think so either. guys are on the fringe of even making the roster. So mm-hmm. a play like that is definitely good to see because when he's going to be covering guys like Allen Robinson potentially, yeah, less than two weeks, we're going to need yeah. a lot of big plays like that from Kyrie Elam or whoever is mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah, no doubt. Zach, what about you, man? I I agree with everything Kevin has said. Like so far, we've seen why the Bills drafted him in the first round. He has that potential. He's making some good plays, shutting down some talented receivers. I think back to that week one preseason game when he shot down Alec Pierce, who yeah. is like one of yeah. those receivers that coming out was one of the best. Right. And he's projected to have a really good year. And he, like, stopped him on that one. The other thing is, though, obviously, he still needs to work on his hand technique, trying not to be as grabby. But, obviously, he's a rookie. He's got a long ways to go. I'd feel confident with him in the lineup week one. Yeah, yeah, same same with me, man. That that, that play right there, um, and somebody had mentioned it um, earlier. I'm trying trying to find it, though, about how, how, I guess, how difficult that play was. it's hard. It's hard to make that play, you know, in zone because I mean, he, I mean, he read it perfectly, but then he had the explosiveness to actually come back and um and, and make the pass break up. Man, I got, I got to see. Quick throw, oh. and it wasn't open. He was looking for Rashad. And on. That was nice, man. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice pass breakup, but nice read by, by, um, by Kyrie Elam. It lets me know that he's growing. He's developing, man. Um, within this within the scheme and the system, I, I actually I, when I saw that clip, I was like, "Oh man, this 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 is this is our first round draft pick. This is what we this is what we wanted to see out of him." Um, it's been a battle though, man, between him and Christian Benford. Those guys have been going at it. Um, we like you had mentioned, Kev. Uh, Dane Jackson is is already firmly entrenched as a as a, as a cornerback one um, in Trey's absence. But to see guys like Benford and, and Kyer Elam going at it like they've been this entire um, offseason. Um, it's really good. I mean, you know, the, you know the cliche, you know, iron sharpens iron, but it's it's really it's really showing itself out to be true, man. These guys are actually getting better, um, because we know earlier in in the in the offseason, you know, um, Kyrie was kind of struggling. You know what I'm saying? And he's like you had mentioned Zach struggling with with being drabsy and handsy, but then, um, even with his um, transition into more zone play, but to see that, it's very it's very encouraging in my opinion. Um, well, that was the whole thing with him coming out of college, too, is that he has the physical attributes to be able to adjust to the NFL. And yes. we see that he has the smarts. I mean, he brought a notebook to his pre-draft visit. With yeah, Phil, he did. And he's just so willing to soak up all this knowledge. Well, then you add in the physical traits on top of it. And that's why myself and I think a lot of Bills fans are so excited to see what Kyrie Elam can bring to the table, not only this year, but for years to come. Yeah, no doubt, man. And like you had mentioned, I mean, he's going to go against some – he's going to get – he, he or, or or Christian Benford, man, trial by fire. I mean, you know, we they've had it this all season against against the likes of Stephon Diggs and Gabe Davis and and Isaiah McKenzie. But you know, when you go against the Rams and 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 the you know the the the, the triple threat uh, the triple crown uh, 
winner in Cooper Cup and then Allen Robinson. I mean, those guys in those slouches, man. So the competition level is just going to get um, even more and more um, um, difficult for him. But it's 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 encouraging, right? It's encouraging to see that okay, this this guy is uh, is bringing some kind of confidence um, to at least at least to me, and you know, as as we look forward, especially in Trey's absence. Once Trey gets back, it's a wrap. We already know Trey; he's he's shutting down half of the field, it, it, you know. And so they're gonna have to go. Uh, they have to figure out where, where they're gonna go. But to see a guy like Kyrie Elam making plays like that um, is very very encouraging. Uh, Man, you had uh, Zach. You had mentioned Duke Johnson that had kind of flashed a little bit. I, I did see some of those clips. He looked, he looked pretty good, man. He looked, he looked very good. What do you think about him in this running back competition going on? I think that I still think that he's on the outside looking in, just based on the talent we already have there. Like you mm-hmm. know, Singletary's making the roster. You know, Moss is making the roster. You know that James, well, maybe you don't know as much that Zach Moss is making the roster, but based on his performance in the preseason, him being fully recovered from that injury that he suffered. Yeah. His, the tail end of his rookie year, he's probably going to make the roster. And James Cook is obviously going to make the roster. You didn't draft him in the second round just to cut him. Right. But I'm just surprised that they didn't like cut Duke Johnson earlier, to be honest, because you would have thought, he would have been a candidate for like one of those courtesy cuts to try to latch on with another team, but maybe the market's not as good for him as I would have thought. Mm-hmm. And maybe we could sneak him on the practice squad. I would be happy with that. Yeah. Or, or maybe the competition is closer than we thought too, you know? Um, maybe because like, I mean, who, who, who do you think that he's really competing against? We already know he's not, it's not with motor. It's not with James cook. Um, even though he and Cook share the same skill set, but we know Cook is not going anywhere as a second round draft pick. So that leaves Moss or Blackshear. Who do you who do you think is um I guess who he's really directly competing with when you think about Blackshear and Zach Moss? Kev, I'll start with you. Yeah, it's just tough because <laughs> I know it. everyone loves Raheem Blackshear, right? He's the new Christian Wade, the new Duke Williams, yeah, the preseason favorite. But the Bills are just so loaded, as we will get to in this show here, because when I was going through my 53-man projections, you know, a little spoiler, I don't have them on there just because there's no room. I mean, if, the, if this was like a 59-man roster, 60, yeah. then you could put them on. But I don't know about you guys, but as soon as you get to – 61 60 59 and then really in that upper 50 range it gets really mm-hmm. tough because this team is so talented that they could carry 60 players and one through 60 would be just as talented i mean maybe you know josh allen number one compared to number 60 there's going to be a bit of a difference but either way yeah. the number 60 guy in this roster could contribute could contribute in a meaningful way and right. they're going to have to come up with about seven or eight really tough cuts yeah, it, it, exactly. It's, it's it's gonna be it's gonna be difficult, man. And and here's here's a date that that um everybody needs to, I guess, um circle in their calendar, um and that's that's August the thirtieth because that is that is the uh that's a cut date right there, man. That is I mean we we get Monday, man. Is 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 what do they call it, man? Black Monday, is that what they call it? Well, that's yeah. Tuesday. Tuesday, Tuesday. My bad. Tuesday. Black okay. Tuesday. <laughs> Regardless, Black Tuesday, whatever, it's going down. Okay, so that, that's the date when when they all have to, when every team has to uh, get down to 53. Um, I, I'm not sure. I can't remember how many how many uh, Buffalo is carrying right now. I don't know if they're at if they're at 80 or something like that. But yeah, they they got to they got to trim 
a lot of fat um, in a short amount of time. And so maybe we're going to start getting some news here throughout the day. I don't know if they're all just going to start making these cuts at, at once or it's going to be randomly throughout the weekend, you know. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I'm assuming that we're going to find out here shortly about what's going on. But, yeah, circle that date, August the 30th. I think it's at 4 p.m., if I'm not mistaken, that the clubs yeah. have to reduce their rosters, right, to 53. So mm-hmm. August the 30th. Um, is a date that needs that you, that you guys should circle in your calendars. It's 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 gonna be it's gonna be tough, man. Um, definitely gonna be tough. Yeah, by four p.m. Um, so let, let's just jump into it, Kev. Let's let's just let's just jump right into it, um, Kevin Zach, and then we're gonna bring on um, um, Bryce uh, for a little bit, and then and then Dante. Uh, and you guys have never have never met Dante, but you know Dante here is another, another contributor. And he's gonna show, join us here shortly too, uh, and we're gonna hear about him and his opinions and his takes. Um, but you know what? Kevin, I mean not Kevin. Zach, Zach. So my, my bad, my bad. I'm I'm looking I'm looking at Kevin's face and then I'm looking <laughs> off to the side of my screen and I'm looking at Zach's uh, um, premature projection. <laughs> Zach, you put something out, man, back in May. Yes, it was a I premier did. roster projection. Um, h- how confident are you, man, in that in that projection? Well, based on the couple of developments in the last week or so with the Cody Ford trade and also, yeah, I don't think anybody saw that coming anyway back in May. Yeah. I mean, I will say that I did put, he could be a trade candidate. I said, I'm quoting from the piece that Mm -hmm. if Cody Ford gets traded, he goes to the giants for a conditional bag of lace chips, which is a future fifth round pick. (laughs) (laughs) Partially right. In the spirit of honesty and integrity, I'm only counting that as half correct because I did have him as part of the roster and because I chose the wrong team. But at the same time, I didn't think Brandon Bean actually would have done it. That's why I put him on the roster. I didn't think he would have actually given up on Cody Ford. Mm-hmm. But since he did and since he traded him for a f- future fifth-round pick because – 2023 is in the future. I mean, <laughs> hasn't That's happened right. yet. It's a fifth round pick, so I'm I'm calling that a half correct. It's a half. Prediction. And the other thing I will say too about this that I think makes me very confident in this mm-hmm. is Quentin Morris. He's mm. done pretty damn well yeah. in the preseason and training camp. I think that was probably the one prediction when I posted back in May that probably people would have turned their heads at. But I have him making the roster as the third tight end. I mean, obviously, Tuesday is a few days away. We'll ultimately see whether he does make it. But I think this is his strongest case to make it, especially considering he's been getting praise from Ken Dorsey, from Sean McDermott. And I'm just very confident in this. I usually Mm -hmm. average pretty well on it. I mean, obviously, I don't go into these expecting 100%. Right. I actually am very surprised when it's 90%, but it has happened. I'm trying not to be cocky here, but pretty <laughs> come on, Zach. Now it's all right, man. Talk your talk, baby. Come on, Zach. Quentin Morris yeah. season. <laughs> Quentin Quint Morris, Quint Morris season. Yo, yeah, Quentin Morris has, has been a standout, man, in camp. I mean, in, in this, this entire offseason. Um, it's it's, it's going to be very interesting to see um, where he slots at, man, and, and who could be some of these some of these surprise candidates. Do, do we do we do we want to jump into it, guys? You you want to go ahead? Let's you want you want to start it? Real quick, I, yeah. If I could expand on the Cody Ford trade. Oh yeah, go ahead, man. So we we know by now, obviously, that the Bills got a fifth round pick out of them, and that was great. 
because mm-hmm. Zach, going back to the offseason trades, <laughs> all the way back in April, I mentioned the Bills trading Cody Ford and two first round picks to try to move up to get Sauce Gardner. That was one of my first. <laughs> so I realized I was like, I think you're going to need more than Cody Ford. But I mean, to get a fifth round yeah. pick for yeah, a guy man. that's been one of the worst guards in the league by PFF standards and just by the naked eye, just watching him play. I mean, right. he hasn't had a season over 54 in his three years in the NFL. PFF has never given him a grade above a 53.8, I believe. Mm-hmm. So to be able to get a fifth round pick, you you got to pull the trigger on that. So I'm glad yeah. that Brandon Bean mm-hmm. was able to capitalize. And the thing that I wanted to um, note from that is when I was writing the article about it, I don't know if you guys saw this, if, if you're out there watching and you read the article, but I just want to reiterate how many players the Bills have gotten back during trades during training camp. So in 2017, mm-hmm. Brandon Bean traded, wait for it, Kevon Seymour. Oh, and damn, yeah. Yeah, this is September 3rd, 2017. He traded Kevon Seymour to Carolina for Kalen Clay and a seventh round pick in 2019, which turned out to be Tommy Sweeney. And then, <laughs> let's see, was it 2019? I, I got to pull up the article just to uh, get the exact details. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this past year, he traded, or August of 2021, he traded Daryl Johnson to the Panthers for a six-round pick this year, which turned out to be Christian Benford. I and like that. I mm-hmm. slip in my mind because there was one in, be- in between that. Russell uh, Bodine? Yes, yes, thank you. In 2019, traded, or 2018, was it? 2018 or 19 traded Russell Bodine to the Patriots for a six round pick, which turned out to be Isaiah Hodgins. So, I mean, those are three players that nice, maybe they're mm-hmm. not going to be the most impactful, but if you can pull out of a trade, uh, you know, Christian Benford, Isaiah Hodgins and Tommy Sweeney. Yeah. That, that's pretty good right there. So who's a, who's a position. What's the position that, that Bean is going to go after with this fifth round pick that he got from 44. <laughs> <laughs> Just, just, just throw it out there, man. It doesn't matter who you think. It's going to be interesting. I, I, I know, I know, I know. Bean is going to. He's something. Something about those those mid round picks, man. He just those fifth rounds, man. He just he just loves them. And, I mean, Khalil Shakir, another another guy, right? Um, he's he's gonna he's gonna. I'm interested, man. Who what he's gonna do with it? I know he's gonna find somebody, some gym sitting around, sitting down there, you know, uh, hiding out somewhere that that GMs are gonna be pissed that that Brandon Bean was able to to snag him. But Brandon Bean is it? First of all, I mean, let's just say Brandon Bean is he the best GM? I mean, one of the best top three, top five GMs in the NFL. He's 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 extremely good, man, and so he knows what he's doing. I, I absolutely love how he's built this team um, through the draft and supplementing it with you know free agent acquisitions. Um, so look, guys, let's 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 go down through this through this um, this roster prediction, man, because it's gonna be man, it's gonna be tight, man. It is gonna be. Tight, tight, tight. Um, like you had mentioned, I think Kevin's or was it or was it Zach? One of you guys had, had mentioned it's going to be down to about seven or eight guys that 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 we need to make a decision on. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's just let's take our time real quick and let's go through it positionally. Okay, so let's let's see here. Let's start. Um, what position you guys want to start with first, man? You want to you want to you want to go offense or defense first? Might as well just start offense. Okay, let's start <laughs> offense. Okay. Um, Josh Allen, I don't know. I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna get with like quarterback. Okay, so let's. I don't know. All right, so here we go. Here we go. We're gonna, we're gonna do. We're gonna start with the quarterbacks, man. 
quarterback. Do we carry? Do we carry two or three? That's where I got caught up because I put Barkley on mine. Uh-huh. And when it came down to those final six or seven, he might be a cut candidate. And then you put him on the practice squad, kind of like a Davis Webb. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Who, Barkley? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah. Back in May, it's just Case Keenum was brought in to be the primary backup, and Matt Barkley mm-hmm. was brought in to fill the Davis Webb role. And I put it in my article saying foot races and all. Well, apparently now we can add punter to that, but <laughs> <laughs> so that makes that makes him very versatile, man. So I wonder if I wonder if his his ability to punt um, gives him the edge over Case Keenum, who's just a backup quarterback. <laughs> I don't think it does just, that much. I I'm mean, just talking. Just, I'm, just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, man. I'm just kidding. All right, so so we we all can agree that all three of them are going to be on the team on the fifty-three, or, is, or, or just two. Or just, just, so, you so, can put some veterans safely on the practice squad, correct? Yeah, you can. I think it's like four to six players That's, that yeah, we're going to no, might so not sure. maybe you have Matt Barkley and I'm just going to throw a name out like Duke Johnson, like two of those guys can go on the practice squad if you want to put them safely on there. So Barkley, you talk, you talking about protecting them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So Barkley could be one of those. I know he's very valuable to the bills, but I mean, Davis Webb was, and he wasn't on the 53. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It's tough. Like I said, for mine, I had him on the bubble and I figured once we got down to like that, the, the last five or six, I didn't make the cuts. I, I don't have a final 53 because I figured we were just talking through. So Barkley was yeah. on, on the bubble for me. Okay. I like it. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Um, yeah. So, so you, him in the, in the Davis Webb role, I can see that. All right. Any, any, let me see. Does it, you guys, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to, I'm trying to go through the comment section too, to see if anybody is, is mentioning what they think about, about the, 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 the quarterbacks here. Um, do they think that, Matt Barkley is going to be a practice squad guy like Davis Webb or not. JC just said uh, there's next to no chance Barkley is going to be on the 53. Surprise, we're even talking about it. <laughs> no. Well, we got to talk about it, JC, okay, because he's on the roster right now. <laughs> we have to talk about him. Okay. So, um, okay, so we got the quarterback. At the position. All right, let's, let's, let's move on. What about running backs, man? Run. No, I, I, no. Let me save that because that, that one's kind of juicy. So, let's, let's do O-line. Right. Let's do let's 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 do O line, okay? So O line, uh, man, and I'm somebody has to has to write it down because I mean, man, we've got a lot of guys here because I want I want to keep a running total. Um, is anybody able to do that here? Anybody able to do that? Uh, Zach, are you, can you do it? Bryce, can you do it in the background? Can somebody do it? Just kind of keep a running total of our of our um, of the players we have, so that way we'll know. Thumbs up. Yeah. Okay, he's gonna do it. All right. So O line. How many, first of all, how many offensive linemen did we keep last year? Does anybody remember that off the top of my head? Was it like nine or? I think it was nine. About nine? Yeah. Okay. All right. So going into the O-line right now, let's, let's, let's just start with the starting five. Okay. Mm-hmm. Starting five across the board. Uh, Kevin, start us off, man. Left to right. Who do you got? All right. So Dawkins, Saffold, Morse, Bates, and then Brown slash Kessenberry. So no, no, no. You can't do a slash. You got you got to do one. Who's who, who's starting? <laughs> oh, all right. Well, just based on what we know, Kessenberry then. All right, Kessenberry. Okay. Yeah. All right. So so we got we got those five. All right. And then now and then now, 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 now the snake it snake yeah. it back snake it back. 
Snake it back like like this is a snake draft. <laughs> All right, so uh, Spencer Brown then. Yes. All right, that's six. Uh-huh. Six. Uh huh. And then do you want me to keep going or do you want? Zach? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Zach, Zach, go ahead, go ahead. So we start. So we got we got Spencer Brown snaking back around at the backup right tackle. Okay, so I mean, yeah, back backup right tackle Spencer Brown. I would say uh-huh. Tommy Doyle makes us backup swing tackle. Okay. We got Spencer Brown. I'm trying to write this down too, man. Oh man, this is this is interesting, dude. This this line is gonna be something else. All right, no, Brown, Mike Butker's on the pup list, so that saves. He's on the pup. Okay. Yeah. So he's on the roster, but it doesn't count towards the. Doesn't, doesn't count towards the 53, right? Yep. Okay, so so Brown Doyle. Um, I think Greg Mance. Mance makes it, right? Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, Mance. Uh huh. Yeah. So that's eight. Okay. That's eight right there. And left then, tackle is is Doyle is is Doyle a, uh, is he is he oh man this is gonna be tough because is he swing is he just like left tackle specifically or is he swing tackle left and right or I think he's a swing tackle and they tried him at guard too to see if he had any of that versatility mm-hmm. I'm not exactly sure whether how what their thinking will be on that okay. But, all right, so so but we've got we've got two tackles, man. Any 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 guards, man. Who do you who do you think? I mean, Mance is Mance is a backup center, um, and that's all he's he doesn't have really the position flex. Who has eight right there? Do we have anybody else, man? Is, is so it, we, who, who do you think? I think we, we need a backup guard, right? Because now yeah, there's no guard right now. Can play guard as well. Yeah, who's that? Mance can Mance. play guard as well. I mean, obviously, I think if you do keep him, you're, he's probably the bi- primary backup for Morris at center. Mm-hmm. And I think, obviously, I think the original plan might have been just Questenberry as backup guard slash tackle. But if Spencer Brown still needs to fully recover, then, you know, okay. he's going to be thrust in the starting lineup, which, again, brings us back, circles us back to who's the extra guards. But, mm. Yeah. So I think right now it has to be Van Roten because you trade Cody Ford. And now it's pretty much Greg Van Roten or Bobby Hart. And from what I heard and oh, saw dang. yesterday, Bobby Hart played a rough game. So I would yeah. go with Van, Van Roten right now as the ninth offensive lineman. Okay. Yeah. So let's all right. So here, here, here. Let's 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 let me, I'm gonna try to make this easier. Easier for us. Uh, let me see if I can find it. I'm I'm trying to I'm trying to pull up the the Bills depth chart, the current depth chart right now. I'm using is. our lads. Are you? Good. Yeah. Okay. Can you guys see that right there? Yeah. Uh, all right. A little bit. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there we go. I got it. Yep. You got it? Yep. There we go. All right. So offense, here we go. All right. So let's so left tackle. We got Deion Dawkins, Tommy Doyle, Luke Tanuda. I don't think I was gonna say Tanuda's kind of the 10th offensive lineman. He was okay. he made mine originally, but he could be one of those last five cuts because he's huge. He's six, what, seven? And yeah, he's a big boy. His ceiling is also very tall so I, I think he's a practice squad candidate though yeah i mean i could see that I, I just am wondering if the bills would not want to lose him getting poached somewhere because the so, giants would be all over us and not only the giants oh, a lot of it. other teams because teams are looking at the bills saying this is a super bowl roster and their fifth defensive end could be our second so yeah. we're gonna scoop up a bunch of players from the bills as we can and the giants are oh de- we all know yeah. how many you know how many of the giants are former bills so yeah bills have to be very careful someone like luke tenuta could be poached so that that's a tough decision 
Do you want to put him as your 10th offensive lineman or do you want to keep nine? And with the possibility of him getting poached. That's, that's tough, man. I don't think think he's going to get poached. I don't think Tanuda is going to get poached. Just from a size perspective or just like a, like an upside thing. I mean, I don't know. I mean, if, if he goes on the, on the, on the 53, I mean, not 53, but if he goes on the practice squad, I mean, is he a guy that you would protect on the practice squad? I honestly wouldn't even go that far. He yeah. hasn't really done that well uh, mm-hmm. in the preseason to really kind of warrant it. I mean, if somebody yeah. wants him, go ahead, fine. We'll just find someone else. But yeah, I mean, he's he struggled. I, I think, I think, and I think maybe what, what Kevin's his point is is that is is I guess just the the measurables, right? I mean, I think we just all kind of fall in love with measurables and and, and the size and um, I guess the potential of these guys, and it would be kind of. I mean, I. You don't want anybody to, you don't want, you don't want to lose anybody, um, and you certainly would hope like, dang man, if you lose Luke, Luke Tanetta as as big as he is, you know, and his potential, and then all of a sudden he develops into whatever, you know, that can kind of hurt, I guess. But I mean, when you have Spencer Brown, you know, what I'm saying already on the roster, you got Tommy Doyle, um, who's already been developing. Um, I'm not too sure how much they would really miss um, a guy like Luke on the on the roster, even um, even if he happens to develop into something. Um, so. Let's 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 say maybe let's just say maybe practice squad. Okay, maybe that's a question mark. But right now, I mean, we got Deion Dawkins, Tommy Doyle. Um, we've already went through the starting five. Let's let's go back here. Uh, Spencer Brown. Okay, Ryan Bates. Okay, we got Bates here. Did we even mention him? We, yeah, we did mention him. You you did mention him, Kevin, didn't you? Yeah. Oh, gosh, he was you okay. Five. Okay. So so you mentioned him. All right. So now we've got. Uh, so we got eight so far, man. That that that, that ninth guy, man. That ninth guy. It, it. I'm looking at it right here, and it almost seems like it has to be Bobby Hart, man. I don't know because like who else would it be? Wait, Greg Van Roden. Yeah, do you keep Greg over Hart? I don't. That's a tough. That's a tough decision, man. Let me. So it's down to Van Roden and Hart, right? Yeah, that's what. That's, yeah, that's what I'm thinking because Ike, like you said, Ike is going to be on the pup list. It's not going to count against the 53. Um, but when he comes back, how long is it? How long is are, are they on the pup list for? Four weeks. I think, yeah, they shortened it to four weeks this year. Four so. weeks. So when he comes back in four weeks, he's on the fifty-three, or he has to be removed, right? He has to be removed from the list. Okay. So he so he's already penciling him in on the fifty-three. Um, once he, I'm I'm, I'm just kind of looking looking down the line. Okay, uh, past the pup list window. All right. So then he would. So then he would essentially make our ninth offensive lineman once he returns. Well, wait, wait. If we're doing this based on what they're going to do Tuesday at four, we wouldn't put Butker on, right? Because in four weeks, you make the roster move. Like, when he's ready to come back in four you weeks. Make the, you make the roster move, and you have to remove somebody else, right? Yeah. Right. So, okay. like, for right now, let's not include Okay, so, for now, right, so we're not even going to go that far. Okay, see, that's, that's my mind going way out there. All right, so so, so it's, it's between Bobby Hart and Luke Tenuta. Who do you guys think? Because I don't – I mean, not, not Luke Tenuta, my bad. Greg Van Roten. That's what I meant to say. I'm just going to say this about Bobby Hart. I mean – Yes, he's – I will say that, realistically, I think the Bills are going to keep Bobby Hart. I would not like it because Bobby Hart's a thief of football joy. <laughs> him a football player is an offense to football players everywhere, and even if he doesn't do anything wrong on a play, you still can't stand seeing him on the field. But Did you see him give up that sack? Yeah, that was awful. That, and that's why I say these things. Like, yeah, but we don't want him starting, right? Like, that would be yeah. be like on a, in an emergency standpoint, right? Emergency purposes only. Um, and and Josh is gonna be running for his life. 
I think we just need a body there for four for four weeks, right? Is that can, yeah. can we all agree we just need a body for four weeks? Uh, I'll, uh, I'll protect Josh. <laughs> <laughs> I'll stay man. after what's on. <laughs> Dang man, yeah, I saw it. I was like, oh my gosh. Um, yeah, he he did absolutely nothing. He um, but that Derek Brown is a monster though. He's a he's a monster. But yeah, so um, I would I would lean. I don't know how much Greg Van Roten has actually done. I mean, I don't know, man. I, I'm not too. I'm not really big on any of these guys, to be honest. Greg or or Bobby, I, I know I know Evan is, has been like like drooling over Bobby Hart. He's got like developed a man crush over Bobby Hart, um, and I, I guess you can see some type of better play under Aaron Cromer. But I I just don't buy into the whole thing, you know, long term. I I just don't see it. Um, so can we all just just say for now, Bobby Hart over Greg, and, and he's the ninth offensive lineman. I would say Greg over Bobby Hart. Oh, you say Greg over Bobby Hart? Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought you guys were leaning towards Bobby over Greg. No, no, no. Oh, okay. I I think, as we can see with the trade, I think Bobby Hart probably put himself a little over Cody Ford unless – maybe I'm wrong with that because maybe that meant Cody Ford was playing so well that the Bills were able to get some value for him. Mm -hmm. So I don't know exactly what the Bills think of Bobby Hart. I know he's gotten better, and Sal Capaccio has been talking him up a lot, saying that he's – been better on the inside than the outside but i don't know if you can roll out the season the super bowl season with bobby hart as your backup right guard i would trust greg van roten a little bit more I, i'm still not sold on van roten I'd, I'd need to see a little bit more from him but just just based on what we know i'm taking yeah. greg van roten as a ninth and final offensive lineman i mean but how much more can we see i mean you know preseason is over now so i mean greg is i mean he's not getting on the field so well, like, saying, like in he, terms of me watching film yeah seeing how he blocks and watching yeah. up close, that kind of stuff. Because it gets hard when you're either at the game or watching on TV and everything just kind of gets piled into each other. So if Is I can any- get, like, the all-22 access and, like, single in on Greg Van Roten and the rest of the line, for that matter, that'd yeah. be better. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that. So <laughs> Does anybody know the snap count? Like, like the percentage, like, has has Greg Van Roten been getting, in like, more snaps than, than uh, the Bobby Hart in preseason? I'm not exactly sure. I know yeah. that I think both of them ended up playing every single snap though this last game. But okay, all right. I guess that's enough talking about these these yeah. <laughs> these dudes. <laughs> all right, all right. So 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 we've got nine. Nine is 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 the number that we're keeping on the offensive line. All right. So now let's move on from the offensive line. And um, you guys, I'm gonna let you guys. I'm gonna let you guys pick the pick the other position on the offense. Zach, what do you, who, who do you want to go with? I was also going to say wide receiver. Wide receiver? <laughs> All right. So let's go ahead and let's go ahead and touch on the wide receivers, man. That is oof, man. I think this position is going to have a lot of is going to is going to have like a domino effect on other positions. Uh, the amount that we keep. All right, so let's wide receiver. We've got uh Stefan Diggs, okay, Gabe Davis, Isaiah McKenzie. Jameson Crowder? Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Jameson Crowder, all right. Yeah. Khalil I Shakir. Think, I think he has to make the team. Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. That's five. All right. Right. Diggs, McKenzie, Crowder, Shakir, Davis. That's five. All right. Now we got – now we're looking at Hodgins, Stevenson, Kumaro, Gentry, and Neil Pau. I think that's how you pronounce his name. So mm-hmm. – 
how many re- receivers are we are we are we carrying, man? Because this is this is going to be tough. This this is where it's going to get down to the to the nitty gritty. Because I think, like I said, I think it's going to affect a lot of other positions that we may carry. Um, we we got five, right? We got five digs, yeah. right? McKenzie Crowder S three, Khalil Shakir S four, and Gabe Davis five. What do you guys think? What, what, what do we where do we where do we cap it off at? Realistically, I think they're going to keep six. I want them to keep seven, and that's mm-hmm. where I ended on my list where. I have Kumaro as wide receiver six because I think they love him for special teams and for run blocking. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if Isaiah Hodgins showed enough during this training camp and preseason that he can be effective on special teams. So right now I think Kumaro's wide receiver six. I have Hodgins as seven, and that's another classic example. He's in my the, the last tier that, of guys. He, yeah. He's in that 57-58 range where I'm trying to find a spot for him but I just don't know if we can swing it. So I don't know how you guys want to do this. If maybe you guys want to keep like a little five to six man bubble that we can go back to at the end and see if we have enough room or if we should just roll with it right now and see if, you know, just put Hodgins on the practice squad. I don't know, but he's Hmm. definitely on the bubble. I don't don't yeah, I don't I don't think he makes a practice. I don't I don't think he I don't think he lasts on the practice squad this time. Especially especially I mean, especially guys, and I, I just want to, I just want to, you guys, let me show you this because it's going to be hard if we, if we're talking about stashing a guy like like Isaiah Hodgins on the practice squad after he's been kind of performing a little bit here. It's going to be tough because when you when you make plays like this, it's going to be hard. <laughs> Matters to those guys out there in that Apple Cup. That's great concentration. Isaiah Hodgins with Henderson all over him. That's a great catch. This team is expected, as you said earlier in the broadcast, to contend to win the Super Bowl this year. It's another ball trying to thread it in there. Man, he's he's been making these kind of plays here um, throughout preseason, man. I mean, he we knew coming out, right? We knew coming out of the draft that uh that he was a guy who had incredible hands right he, he he was just that guy um some were even saying he was a better prospect than gabe davis coming out until he got injured um that's up for debate um but nevertheless i mean we're seeing it right we're seeing these these incredible sideline catches he had dudes draped all over him regardless of 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 second team 13 whatever it's the fact of the matter is he has these guys draped all over him and he's making these kind of catches and he's been doing this consistently throughout the preseason um I think it's going to be a very. It's, I think it's going to be very difficult for Sean McDermott and the coaching staff to part ways with Isaiah Hodgins. Um, it, it's going to be tough. I, I would tend to think they may lean to carrying seven receivers as opposed to six and 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 uh, <laughs> risking putting him on the practice squad yet again or just losing him because when you see that because because to me you, you get you get the glimpse of 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 the potential that made him the draft pick that, that, that he was, it's just been unfortunate due to injury. Like, why would you just risk losing that? I get it. We're kind of top heavy, but when, to me, when it, when, it, if, if it boils down to a guy like Kumaro or Hodgins, even though Kumaro was great for special teams, I mean, Hodgins was playing some special teams as well. And so, I mean, he, he got, he got some kind of reps at it. Could he develop into a special teams role? while offering more upside and more potential in an, on the offensive side of the ball than Jake Kumra. What do you guys think about that? I was going to say, like, I saw the snap count from yesterday, and yeah. 
Hodgins played more snaps on special teams than Kumaro. But again, mm-hmm. I think the reason they've been showing him more on special teams than Kumaro is because they already know Kumaro can do it and they want to yeah. get an extended look at Hodgins. Like many people are saying in the comments, I too think at this point, this is one of the changes I would make from May. I mean, it's too late to go back in the past and edit that article. Oh, yeah, sure. But maybe Hodgins probably would be wide receiver six now, in my opinion, mm-hmm. instead of Jay Kumaro, because, like you said, higher upside on offense. And as long as he can develop competence at special teams, yeah, then that gives him more value than Kumaro. What could happen, though, is the Bills could keep seven receivers and maybe they cut Kumaro, make him, make him wait in the parking lot, put Marquez Stevenson on the IR, and then bring Kumaro back. Do something like that if they want to keep both of them. <clears throat> okay. Hey, what about you, man? What are you thinking? It's just tough because yeah. personally, I want to keep Hodgins. I think he's been great, and I feel bad that he hasn't really got his chance because the Bills' wide receiver room has been so deep. And he's been dealing with injuries over his little short career here. So he's Mm -hmm. finally been showing up and showing out. It's just that the Bills value special teams so much that I feel bad because if it were up to me, he'd be on my team. But I feel like Bean and McDermott are going to take special teams over that. And I know I know I know that they know what they're doing, but I just find it a little hard to I don't want to say clog roster spots, but how many special teams guys do we need? Because I love Tywan Jones, but yeah. he's solely used for special teams. Tyler Maticavich, special teams. Saran Neal, special teams. Jay Kumaro, special teams. Those are four roster spots right there that you're taking up for special teams. And I know with 13 seconds, that whole thing was just a whole debacle. But yeah. you build up your special teams for moments like that to get you to the AFC Championship game. And where did it get us? You're right. We're not stunned mm-hmm. for 13 seconds because special teams didn't come through. So, yeah, I, I like on, on one side, you could double down and say we need to really go hard on special teams now to make sure that doesn't happen. And we're mm-hmm. going to have even more special teams, guys. Or you could look at that and say, well, it didn't work out last year. So maybe we're valu- valuing this too much. And maybe we should keep Hodgins, even if he can't perform on special teams as well as Kumaro, because it didn't help us get to the AFC championship game last year. Like we had hoped, man, that's, that's going to be tough, dude. Yeah. Because they value special teams, especially the, the court special teamers. I mean, you know, and so even though they, they, they didn't come through, um, I don't necessarily know. You can kind of like say, well, because they didn't come through, then that means that that core is not as important as, as we think it should be. I just don't. I just don't know if 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 Sean McDermott is going to do that. I think he's still going to value it. Um, but I do like the idea, though, of maybe getting rid of one, getting rid of one of those special teams only players. You know what I'm saying? In favor of somebody else who can probably either do what they do, do what they would do, what they can do, um, be developed into that, but also provide more on whatever side of the ball they play. Hence, like I, what I mentioned, and, and Zach, you as well, about Isaiah Hodgins, um, even a guy like Blackshear, potentially. You know what I'm saying? Um, uh, it, it's it's just, like you mentioned, we, we carry a lot of those guys, those special teams only players, but is there one guy on there, on the, on that core? Let me just ask that question, uh, Kev. 
Is there one guy within that court that you had mentioned? Tywan Jones, Tyler Matakavich, uh, 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 who else? Saran Saran, yeah, Saran Neal, Jay Kumro. If you had a choice to get rid of one of those guys in favor of, let's say, a bubble guy that could potentially offer more on whatever side of the ball that they play in, would you be willing to do that? And if so, who would it be? Yes, I would. Now, I do want to say I, I think it is important to have a core of special teams because mm-hmm. that is the other third of the game. Everything is not offense and defense because on the flip side, if you tear apart your special teams, Kansas City could have ran back a kick or a punt, and that could have ended your season. Right. So it is important to have it. I just don't want to overvalue it to the point where you're taking a roster spot away from like a Raheem Blackshear. So no, that's I get it. I'm wondering if I know they love Tywan Jones. He's a captain yada yada but if you get rid of Taiwan Jones can Raheem Blackshear play special teams because we know he can contribute on offense at least yeah. in the preseason I know it's just preseason and he hasn't been going against the guys that he'd be going against if it were the regular season but mm-hmm. that's a big question can Raheem Blackshear or even Duke Johnson for that matter can they give you enough on special teams because you know that they're going to give you more on offense there's going to be a dip in special teams so how much do you want to balance that I will say this, just to jump in on this. Yeah, go ahead. Let's remember last off se- last preseason, Antonio Williams was making plays. He was running mm-hmm. all over. Everyone wanted him to be kept. People pointed to him in 2019 being the special teams MVP or winning some award at North Carolina, but they still kept Taiwan Jones. So that's why I'm saying until McDermott and Bean show, until – Taiwan Jones has announced his cut. I can't see them cutting him. I'll I'll see it when I believe it, and I'll believe it when I see it, basically. Yeah, yeah that, I, I don't either. So I guess going full circle here, do you want to put Hodgins as wide receiver seven? And then if it comes down to it at the end, if we have 55, 56, we're going to have to make that tough decision if Hodgins is worthy of staying as wide receiver seven or you know someone like a Greg Van Roten is worthy of staying at – the ninth offensive lineman, although we just kind of decided we need a backup guard. But do you guys want to do that where we could have four or five players at the end? Like Matt Barkley was kind of on our bubble right now. Mm-hmm. Right. Did we keep him on the 53 or did we put him on the practice squad? Who's his Barkley? <laughs> Barkley, I think practice squad anyways. So that's what I'm saying. Like, do you want to okay. keep him on the 53 for now? And then at the end, when we have like four or five really tough decisions to make, then we'll figure out who gets to stay and who gets to go. I mean, I think he's, I, th- I, I think he's already on the, on there though, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, let's just, let's just, let's just keep him. Let's just keep him where, where we have him slated for now. And then, okay. and then go and yeah. And, and then go through the bubble. Cause I, I'm, I'm trying, I'm trying to type down these. Yeah. I'm trying to type down these names here. Uh, Cause we got, so, so just, just, let's just go back through the wide receiver position right now. How many do we have? Do we, do we count? Was it six or, or was it, are we going with six or seven? What are we doing? Let's go with seven for now. And like I seven? said, at the end, if we have to trim down our bubble, I guess we will, which we'll probably have to. So, I mean, I was gonna, I was gonna say, like again, how are, what are you guys' thoughts on the whole roster maneuver type thing, where like you put Marquez Stevenson on the roster just to put him on the IR to free up a roster space to bring someone back? Because we haven't heard any update from him at all ever since it was announced that he had his foot injury and he was going to be out a while mm-hmm. like, so put so put him on ir 
So that way you can free up another roster spot? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Like, it would be a parking lot cut situation where, yeah. like, I think it was, like, last year they cut Reed Ferguson and then put Stevenson on the IR and then brought Ferguson back. Oh, I see. Just doing something like that where you do that roster maneuvering, like, put an injured player on the IR because you don't <laughs> expect them to be back soon, so then you can free up that roster spot and bring someone back. Wouldn't that be Obviously, the same? It, it wouldn't. Say again, say again, Kev. Wouldn't that be the same as just keeping Hodgins as wide receiver seven, though? Well, I think technically speaking, the way the rules are for the cutdowns, you have to be at fifty-three, and then, like you, you would have to make that sort of maneuver. I think there's a specific reason why teams have to do it that way, where you have to retain a player through the cutdown, and in order to be able to put him on the IR or something like that. I think because otherwise, if they are put on the IR beforehand, then they're shut down for the entire season or something. I believe that's what it is. So that's why it's mm -hmm. done that way. And of course, you wouldn't be cutting Hodgins because he would go through waivers. You would be cutting Kumaro and then bringing him back or something like that because you have to make sure the players that you are cutting have more than four vested years so they avoid waivers. Okay. Yeah, that, may, that makes sense. I def I I can see that I can see them doing some kind of roster finagling some 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 you know do some some magic um, to make some rooms like that yeah I can see that um, and so I've got let me see here all right so we get our, our bubble is getting is getting is getting big already <laughs> man all right so for now on the wide receiver position right now we've got Diggs Davis McKenzie Crowder Shakir Hodgins or Kumro who who is it I think you need to keep Hodgins out Hodgins right? got it to right. avoid waivers yeah. All right, so Hodgins is on there. All right, so so now we so we we've got that. Now let's move on. Um, next position, um, tight end. This one is going to get kind of. This one, this one can get kind of uh, sneaky too, man. All right, so tight ends. Okay, we definitely have Knox, right? Mm -hmm. And then after hey. that, it's really <laughs> exactly, man. <laughs> exact, exactly. Uh, uh, man, this one is going to be Bryce. Do you want you do you want to come in on on this on this tight end talk, man? You good? Let's 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 bring Bryce in. Uh, let's get another voice uh, before we before we bring in um, my man Dante. Here we go. What's good, Bryce? How you doing, man? What's going on? Oh man, it's it's buddy. Hey, this is this, this, roster, this roster prediction, man. This this is getting tough, man. This this is getting very tough. Um, before we move on to tight ends, man, is there anything that you wanted to add to the uh, to our conversation that we've been having about about the wide receiver so far? Yeah, I think with wide receiver, the only reason you would keep seven is to give your uh, first-year special teams coordinator, uh, I think, I forget his first name. Yeah, um, Dorsey. Matthew yeah. Smiley. Yeah, oh, Matthew oh, oh, special Smiley. teams, Matthew Thank Smiley. My bad. Yeah, yeah, special teams. Uh -huh. Give him some veterans to make his job a little bit easier instead of going mm. with first-year special teamers where they don't really know uh, what they're doing just yet. Because oh, if you makes, keep Taiwan yeah. and you keep Kumro, it makes his job a little bit more easier. Yeah, I mean, but what about Taiwan or or Madikavich? You know I'm saying like it's it's you it's know tough. I mean keep, yeah. yeah I mean keep keeping because I mean, we got we we have a core. I, I think I think we can. I don't know, man. I think we can afford to lose one of them. Maybe. Kumro would probably probably be the one that you can afford to lose. Yeah, or it could be Ty, yeah, or Taiwan could be a surprise one, man. You know. I mean, he the man is what is he thirty four? Yeah. yeah, he's getting up there in age. 
Yeah, man. It's oh, it's gonna be because then if you really like Raheem Blackshear and you don't think he can pass through waivers, then I'm, I think yeah. that makes you releasing uh, Taiwan Jones a little bit more easier. Yeah, and I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm def- and I definitely want to touch on that uh, as we get closer to 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 the run, running back position. So we'll, we'll we'll put a pin in that one right there. So let's let's just jump to the tight end position. So off the top, we've got Dawson Knox, right? You know, you know, we we added. The- They've been trying to run this 12 personnel, man, and they've wanted to have this 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 uh, dual threat tight end, um, kind of, you know, kind of thing on the, on the roster here. And we brought in O.J. Howard for that. Okay. But O.J. Howard has just kind of been – if there was emoji, an emoji to describe him, Zach, what kind of – what, what, what emoji would you use to describe how O.J. Howard has performed this offseason for you? I think it would just – I'm not even sure if there is like one where it's just like crickets because you haven't really heard too much from him. I mean, yeah. he did have that one receiving touchdown against the Broncos. Uh-huh. I will say, and I know the discussion has he ramped up over the last few days about the tight end room behind Knox. Mm-hmm. And like, I know we've ourselves in our group chats have had some spirited discussion about whether OJ Howard and Yeston wrote a piece about it yesterday on the yeah. BF blog about whether they would keep OJ Howard or maybe cut or trade him. Realistically, I expect him to make the roster because for the same reason why you would possibly trade him. You trade him to a contender that may want some extra depth or mm-hmm. behind the tight end room. But then if you trade him, you're a Knox injury away from needing that tight end depth. So it's yeah. just like you have him here. You're going to pay him no matter what. Why not just keep him? And then the debate becomes tight end three. Do you keep a third tight end or use that roster spot elsewhere? And like I said previously in the show, I think Quentin Morris would be tight end three if they keep a third tight end. Okay, so let's 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 just jump into it, man, because because you got me, you got my juices going here, Zach. All right, so tight ends. All right, D- Dawson Knox. Um, oh, it's gonna be very difficult for them to get rid of OJ, I, I, even though he just re- hasn't really just. Oh man, I don't. He's understand. been in there man. super late in all these games. Yes, and I get like the running. I get the run blocking. I that, that's his, that's his his mo. That's his bread and butter, and he's been he's been pretty I mean, good at it. Right, Morris for that too, and save mm-hmm. a roster spot. Yeah, and so you know we, man, could also use. I get. I guess it depends on like you had mentioned. Yeah. Do do we carry two or three? I wonder if you carried two and keep Gilliam as your third tight end in a pinch. Mm. Yeah, that's what I was wondering. Oh, I mean. Either way, your backup tight ends are going to really suck. I, yeah, I hate to say it, but they're not going to be very good. Let's they're not going to be Knox. Yeah. The reason they signed O.J. Howard in the first place. Last year, went with Knox and Sweeney and then did, Gilliam as the pinch tight end three. That didn't, didn't work, work out. out too well. No, didn't and work like out. like I said, you were one Knox injury, that injury against the Titans, away from needing help at tight end. And so Tommy Sweeney only had it. Tommy Sweeney yeah. only had 41 yards in the what three games that he played for Knox. Yeah, and I think so so I think even, part of it is that Knox was just so crucial, a crucial piece in that offense. Yeah, and then when he got injured, they had to adjust the offense on the fly to compensate for it. OJ Howard, even though he's not, he hasn't lived up to his draft status. He's not going to be the player everyone thought he was, was going to be coming out of college after these injuries. But I still think there is more of a proven pass catcher than Morris or Sweeney 
And that's why I still think realistically, looking at this realistically, mm-hmm. I still think that OJ Howard makes the team as tight end too. I love yeah. Morris and I've advocated for him. I put him on my prediction back in May. I will be ecstatic if he makes it on Tuesday. But again, if it comes down to two tight ends and seven receivers or six receivers and three tight ends, I think OJ Howard is a safe bet to make the roster. Okay. I, I kind of lean think- to, the, to that though, Zach. I mean, right now I'm with, I'm with Knox and Howard just because I, th- I think there's still meat on the bone and I don't think they want to get rid of Howard like that. Um, so I, and, and even, even though he hasn't, I guess, lived up to the hype or left, lived up to the expectations, he's still a better option in my opinion than Tommy Sweeney, mm-hmm. um, Reggie Gillum, you know, I tied in and even Quentin Morris, even though Quentin Morris has been looking pretty good, you just haven't seen enough out of him in regular season game action against, you know, starters and stuff like that to, to make that uh, determination. Um, I'm, I'm going with Knox and Howard so far as, as tight end one and two steel. And I guess the question now goes to, do we carry three or do we carry two? I think if you keep uh, Howard, then you only carry two. Cause then Gilliam is probably a fine tight end three in case. Cause you had him as your third tight end last year and didn't really need to use him too much. Mm-hmm. But Gilliam is, is, I mean, he's, he's, I mean, currently, I mean, on the depth chart, I mean, he's just listed as, as just a fullback. He's, he's not. So, mm-hmm. I mean, so that's a position on its own. I think we can just pencil him in there just as a fullback and then like yeah. maybe a spot tight end if need be in emergency cases. But um, I, I think the tight ends for now, I, th- I think we've got Knox and Howard, and then this is going to be between Sweeney and Morris. Like, do you want to keep, like he had mentioned, Zach, which is a good point, do we keep seven receivers and go with two tight ends or six receivers and three tight ends? You know, um, what's, what's, what's more valuable? As the, let, me, let me phrase it that way. What's 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 more valuable when you look at at the at the at the current construct of the offense and, and really what what Ken Dorsey is trying to do, is it more valuable to have a seventh wide receiver or a third tight end? Especially when you when you know that he's trying he meaning Ken Dorsey is trying to go with more twelve personnel. Do you want to do you want to put yourself in a in a pickle so to speak if you know? They're running a lot of twelve personnel with two tight ends, and one of your tight ends is gone, but you only kept two on your on your fifty-three. Kev, what about you, man? Let's let's start with you. So I agree with you, Rev. I think that there's too much guaranteed money in OJ Howard's contract. They signed him for a reason. I don't think that they're expecting him to put up a thousand yards and ten touchdowns. I think if he can just put up four or five hundred yards, a few touchdowns here and there be a solid backup. And I think the main thing that they want him for is his run blocking. Presence. Run blocking. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And especially yeah. with how they built up the offensive line with Aaron Cromer, even if Howard doesn't go above 500 yards, but he's like an exceptional blocker this year, I think the bills would be fine with that. Mm-hmm. So I think because of his contract and because of just the fact that the bills signed him for a reason, I mean, that was the day that they got Von Miller they was. Got Von Miller and OJ Howard. It wasn't a fluke. Right. I mean, 15 minutes apart too. Yeah. yeah, I mean, not to say that Von Miller is or uh, what's his name, OJ Howard is Von Miller, but yeah, those are two big moves on the same day, fifteen that, minutes apart. Yeah, and that, that showed you that showed you what Brandon Bean and McDermott were trying to like. They were trying to improve that second tight end position. They weren't comf- They weren't they they weren't satisfied with Tommy Sweeney 
and what he was and what he brought, even Gilliman in, in spot duty like that. So they they wanted to improve that position. So they added OJ Howard. He hasn't, I guess, you know, performed to our liking so far, but maybe we have been thinking about it the wrong way. Maybe we've been expecting him to be like another, you know, top-notch receiving threat like like Knox when in their eyes, they're looking for a guy who can do it both, who who can dominate in the run game and is a run blocker, but then also provide um, um, that receiving ability in the event that let's say Dawson Knox is injured or, or even if they want to, you know, bring two tight ends on the field and, and use them both in wide receiving in receiving, uh, I mean, running routes. And so he's a guy that you can trust more than Tommy Swindy. I, I think, I think we need to maybe, 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 um, um, change or, or lower our expectations or we'll just be tempered a little bit about, about OJ Howard. But I think Kevin, which you had mentioned is, is kind of spot on about, about where he is. I mean, the run blocking, aspect of it is going to be crucial um and then if he can just provide just enough you know um, um from the receiving standpoint i think i think we're going to get our money's worth out of him um this year of course granted he he remains healthy so and i, I just had the thought though while we we're talking about this is if it's two or three right if it's if it's he knocks and howard um and then you're, you're debating whether or not you want to keep two or three um you're looking at morris and sweeney what 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 um uh trait are they looking for in the third tight end if they decide to keep one are they are they looking for a guy who can who can be a run blocker or a guy who can provide um receiving chops what i do you think, think it's a combination of both because knox would be the receiver howard's a blocker and i think they want someone who can do a combination of both and i think that's quentin morris mm-hmm. and i think that's the reason why you keep him because looking at the Giants depth chart, these are their tight ends. Daniel Bellinger, Chris Myrick, Austin <laughs> Allen, and Tanner Hudson. So if you yeah. release Quentin Morris, he will be in not New York, New Jersey by yeah. the next day. Do you, so, do you, go ahead, Zach. Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. I was gonna I was gonna like say too, Quentin Morris would probably be the guy because Tommy Sweeney's role mainly over the last couple of years has been a run blocker and OJ Howard's frankly better at it. Quentin mm-hmm. Morris, and this is also again something that has been praised by Dorsey by McDermott. He has some versatility. I remember when he came out of Bowling Green in the mm-hmm. draft a couple of years ago. He actually played fullback, tight end. He even lined up as a receiver as well. So he has yeah. some positional versatility that we don't necessarily give him a lot of credit for. So when again bringing the discussion about depth receiver or depth tight end obviously if whoever you keep as that extra roster spot can give you as much personal personnel versatility as possible you might want to keep them yeah and and, and now um dante is here in the in the background and he's talking and he said he says your Morris also contributes on special teams so i mean he doesn't right yeah, I don't. I don't believe Sweeney does. Have, or has he? Um, I think he does, but I'm not exactly sure. 
Yeah, let's see. Yeah, 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 yeah. We're, we're, yeah, I'm checking it. I think Dante's posting some more stuff. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Of more uh, special team snaps uh, yesterday. Oh, wow. Now, which accounted for 24% of the reps. Now, when they say special team snap, could that just mean lining up for an extra point, though? I mean, I, mean, I, I, I guess it could. Hard, I, think, right? I think it's like extra points, field goals, kick, kickoffs, kick returns punts but the bills didn't even have a field goal attempt yesterday right or did they no they didn't no it was just punts and kickoffs basically right yeah yeah i mean here's here's my here's my here's my opinion man if if they want to take three if i think i think it has to go with 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 uh with knox howard and morris if they if they go with three um because again i mean we we currently have let's I mean let's just see I mean we're because we got to trim somewhere right if we keep three we've got one two three four five we got six right now currently wide receivers right one two three four five six yeah Diggs Davis McKenzie Crowder Shakir Hodgins so if we can keep three then three tight ends all right so let's let's just assume we keep three of them okay Knox um, Howard I'm, I'm writing this down too as I as I talk and then Morris because uh, I I don't think I don't think Sweeney when you when you look at Morris and Howard, I think I think Morris is, is more versatile than Sweeney is, um, mm-hmm. and so listen. So I, I think we can go with those three guys right there. Wait, so um, what do we end up doing with Kumaro? So so Kumaro is he still on the bubble. Kumaro's on a bubble. Yeah. Okay. Because I was gonna yeah. say in my head right now, I have Barkley, Kumaro, and I guess Morris now. Yeah, because it would probably be those three. No, Morris is Morris right is on the fifty three. Yeah, yeah. Are, we, are we for sure? Like he's definitely. Yeah, yeah. We, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna put Morris on the fifty three as, as yeah. a third tight end, um, and so I've got on the on the bubble. I've got I've got Barkley, Kumaro. Um, uh, let me see here because I'm I'm going back to the O line. Uh, we had oh we had I, I, for some reason I've got Hart on the bubble, but we actually put Hart on the fifty three, right? Oh, Tanuta. Okay, so it'll be Tenuta, Barkley, okay. Tanuta, and Kumaro yeah. will be on the bubble for when we circle back at the end. Right, Barkley, Kumaro, Tanuta. Uh huh. Okay, so yeah, Morris is making the fifty three no matter what is what we're saying. Yes. Uh huh. I'm I'm good with that. You got it. Okay. So now, um, let's go. Let's let's keep on moving. So we got the tight ends out the way. Let's running go. For, let's, let's yeah yeah let's yeah let's go to running backs. You know, <laughs> I want to I want to bring in Dante. Is Dante ready? Dante, you ready? Bryce, I'm I'm gonna switch you out with with Dante. Okay, because we got four here. Uh, is that cool? With you? I'm, I'm, right. I'm gonna put you in the background. Yeah, you, yeah, you stay that you stay there. I'm gonna bring Dante on, and then um, we'll bring you back in too. So we'll alternate you guys. All right. So let me put you in the back, Bryce. Dante to strain. What's up, Dante? How you doing, man? Hey, I'm doing good. Ready here to go. Man. Ready to here we go. talk about this roster. That's right, man. That's right. Uh, you guys follow my man, Dante. Dante, you, you can follow him right there at Dante underscore J underscore uh, lasting um, because he's going to be lasting, man, uh, long as he did. <laughs> I ain't going to go no further into that. But anyway, <laughs> that kind of went off a little bit. Uh, but yo, so so Dante, talk to us, man. Um, as we're as we're moving on, because we want to touch on the, on the running backs, we're, we're first of all we are an hour plus into the show already, man. Time is flying by, 
Um, and we're still in the offense, so we got to pick things up. We got we got to we got to keep it moving before this show is like three hours long. Okay, um, and and if for all of you guys who are watching us live, man, do do us this favor: smash that like um, and subscribe to the channel. And also, you want to download the BF Network app and follow all these guys. And this is where you can find their 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 articles on the BF Network app. We've got we've got the articles, we've got the lives, man. We've got merch. You want to make sure you're connected to the BF uh, Network, especially as we ramp up for the regular season. And go to supportbf.com to follow us on all of our social media platforms. So Dante, um, as we're talking about the tight end position here, is there anything that you want to add to it? Because it, it, to to us so far, um, we've we've got three tight ends. We're we're, we're carrying three. Um, and, and I know you've heard it, and, and, and uh, Dawson Knox, OJ Howard, and Quentin Morris. What do you think about yeah. that? I think I was going off of what you guys are saying, and I think Morris edges out uh, Tommy Sweeney just because of his ver- position versatility and yeah. because of what he can contribute on special teams. I love it. I love it, man. All right, so now moving on, let's, 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 now let's, let's tackle the running back position, okay? Running back position, man. Kevin, I'm going to start with you, man. I, w- I, want, I want you to jump in on this uh, first. Who are your starting running backs? Um, not starting running backs, but just running backs that you have listed on the roster so far. Well, Singletary and Cook are locks. Mm-hmm. And then after that, I think Zach Moss is going to earn his roster spot because his ankle is fully healthy and he's a lot more confident. And I think they want to wean Josh Allen off of the QB runs. And I think they're going to try mm-hmm. to integrate Zach Moss more into the offense by putting him in on those third and shorts or first and goals, second and goals. Mm-hmm. So I think Zach Moss earns a roster spot that way. Now that again, he's healthy and he's feeling better. And right. I've seen some nice cuts from him this preseason where every time he makes a cut, I'm like, that's all you had to do against New England in the win game. And then still <laughs> that's the it. When the one seed and the two seed to the outside, man, it was, yeah, it was right outside, there. Outside. Yep. But yeah, yep. so I think Moss is going to be on the team. And I think just because they love Tywan Jones, I think he's almost a lock at this point too. I would be mm-hmm. shocked if he's gone. There, There is a chance that they would keep maybe. I don't know. No, I, I really don't see them keeping Duke Johnson or Blackshear over Tywan Jones. So those are my four running backs. Singletary, okay. Cook, Moss, and Jones. And, and then Jones. maybe Duke Johnson, practice squad, Blackshear, definitely put him on the practice squad. But okay. yeah, those are my four. Zach, what about you? Yeah, that's literally what I had. That's what uh-huh. I had back in May. That's what I'm saying now. That's probably what's going to happen on Tuesday. That and yeah. also Gilliam at fullback, which technically is lumped in with the running backs. So, so then, all right. So then that makes five, right? Yeah. Is that correct? All right. So let me add. Let me, let me add Gilliam. Um, any any objections to that, uh, uh, Dante? What about you? I just have four. I have Singletary, Moss, Cook, and Gilliam. I have them cutting Jones and Johnson and then waving Blackshear to hopefully get him back on the practice squad. But Jones only temporary Ooh. to do some of that parking lot type of cuts to move some players around. Spicy. I like it, man. I I, I think there's gonna be one of these one of these core teamers, man, who are gonna get the are gonna get the you know, um to make to make room for for some more players. Um but for for now, um Let's just let's just do this right now. We got Motor Cook, Moss, Jones, Gillum. Okay, let's do this. Let's do that for now. And I, man, I don't know, dude. It's gonna be tough, buddy. That's gonna be tough, man. I don't know. I, it's hard for me to sit there and look at Tyrone Jones, thirty-four years old, right, as a special teamer only, as good as he's been, 
And then, you know, you got you got my man like Blackshear, man, who can, you know, potentially, you know, come in and do some of the things that I, I don't know, man. I, I guess we'll see. So is, is there is there a back? Is, uh, Kev, you want to jump in? You got something you want to say? I was going to say, and it's yeah. not only that Tywan Jones could be black or uh, blocking Blackshear. He could be blocking Isaiah Hodgins because just because we're talking about the running backs, mm-hmm. it's kind of a trickle down effect. Yeah, it does. Yeah. If you keep Tywan Jones, it might be between Jones and Isaiah Hodgins, between Jones being that running back four and Hodgins being either wide receiver six or seven. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have to funny. think about it from different angles too. Yeah. And that's why yeah. it's just like so tough for me to want to keep a 34-year-old who, again, he's a captain. The Bills love him. But yeah. how many special teams, guys, can you have to the point where you're blocking some of your younger talent that – I mean, here's another fact too. Not fact, but – Another idea, I was looking at the Rams depth chart mm-hmm. and they're pretty thin at wide receiver after their top three. And especially with Van Jefferson being a little banged up, if you release Isaiah Hodgins, you think he's going to LA? It's going to happen, but they have Allen Robinson, Cooper Cup, Van Jefferson. If Van Jefferson doesn't play, you could pull a Bill Belichick move here and the Rams could put Hodgins on their roster to try to game plan around Josh Allen and the Bills and dress him up in, on Thursday night's opener. Mm. Hodgins is going to be on a gag. He's going to have a gag order. He ain't. He won't say nothing. No, yeah. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. That's yeah, I don't want that, to. That's like that. way too far down the road. I don't think yeah. it'll happen. But I'm just saying, like, if you release a guy like Isaiah Hodgins, something like that could happen where the Rams pull a New England Patriots move and say, hey, we're going to get uh, Hodgins for – game planning against the Bills, yeah. and then if he performs yeah. well, we'll keep him for the rest of the year while Van Jefferson is recovering. Right. Here's the one thing, though. Hodgins would go through waivers. Giants have a higher priority waiver than the Rams. Mm-hmm. Assuming mm-hmm. that Abel wants to keep adding to Buffalo Bills' East Rutherford branch. Yeah. <laughs> I think I – think, <laughs> I think Jersey is gonna be is gonna be Buffalo East, man. I, I think that's what it's gonna be, man. He's gonna be poaching the. He's, they're gonna be poaching our our, uh, our our team, man. Like like left and right, man. Like like uh, McDermott did to Carolina. Uh, dude, it's the more the more I sit here and look at at who we have right now, running back. We I mean carrying five guys. The more I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to get rid of one. I want to get rid of Jones so bad. Um, I do, man, just because golly. Do, do we want to stick with it like this for, for now? Is, is there anybody? Is there anybody on the running back um, depth on the on the on the running back depth chart that we want to put on the bubble? I guess you could put Tywan Jones on the bubble, and we could circle back at the end. But I, I like I said, I, I just feel like he's a lock. Mm-hmm. Zach, anybody? Because I'm because if not, I'm 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 locking it in right here with with Motor Cook Moss Jones Gillum. I just gotta say, my last point is. Death taxes, Taiwan Jones on Bill. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so 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 now is so is Blackshear going on the bubble or is he just automatically pra- uh, stashed on the practice squad? I think I think he's practice squad. Yeah, practice okay. Squad. All right, okay. All right. So, so where does so, it stand on our offense now? How many guys do we have on offense, and how many are on the bubble? As we all right, so yeah. so offense. All right, so let me. See. I'm going through the O line. So we've got. Um, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. So we carried nine offensive linemen, right? Uh, and, and Dawkins, Saffold, Morris, Bates, Cressenberry, uh, Brown, Doyle, Mance, Hart. That's nine. Somebody put nine up there. No, no, I thought we did uh, Van Roten. Oh, dang. Yeah, Van Roten. You guys said, said, said Hart last time I just, I mentioned it. Yeah, Van Roten, VR. All right. And then, um, quarterback, we've got, we've got two. Is on the bubble. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So this is so right now. Let's let's just talk about who we have currently right here on the roster. So we've got we got we got nine so far. Um, offensive lineman. Um, quarterbacks Allen Keenum, right? That's two. And then uh, wide receivers, we have um, Diggs, Davis, McKenzie, Crowder, Shakir, Hodgins. One, two, that's six, right? Mm-hmm. And then uh, tight ends. Oh wait, take him. Wrong thing. Tight ends. We've got three. Knox, Howard, Morris. Okay. And then running backs, we've got five. <laughs> five running backs. Uh, so let's see here. That is, uh, somebody do the math. All right. So we, that's, that's, we got five, three, six, two, and nine. 25? 17. That's 20. my math. Correct. Yeah, that's 25. Yeah, so we got 25 so far. All right. So somebody keep it running total for me. All right. So, so we got 25 so far. And then how many are on the bubble? Three. 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 We just got three. Barkley, Kumaro, and Tenuta so far. Okay. Okay. All right. So twenty-five. No Sweeney, right? no Sweeney, no Duke Johnson, no Blackshear. No. Okay. Right. No. 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 So Giants twenty-five there. total. All right. You guys. Yeah. All right. So we're good. We're good with that. Okay. So now let's let's move on. Um, that's all the offense, right? Is that right? Yeah. Missing anybody? Yeah. Okay. Now let's go to the defense. All right. Defense, man. This is gonna be boy. All right. Defensive side of the ball. D line, baby. D line. Are we going to do positionally, or are we just going to go right, just right across the board? I mean, we could sort of do both. I mean, you just start with the defensive ends and the defensive tackles. I mean, it's right. kind of a rel- I think, in my opinion, this is one of the relatively easier mm-hmm. decisions to make based on. Yeah, what- I think it gets harder as we move back on the defense. Yeah. All right. So Zach, uh, start us off with the def- with the defensive ends. All right. So we got we got Miller, right? Yeah. We got Miller Groot. Group. Uh-huh. Lawson, Carlos Basham. I said it back in May. I'm saying it again. That's your five. Uh, Miller, Groot, Epinesa, Basham, and who else? Lawson. Yeah. Oh, you got Shaq. Okay. Yeah, because, you know, McDermott loves his rotation. I think mm-hmm. he just wants that fifth player either as a game day inactive or just in case someone gets injured and you still have a full set. Okay. Well, and again, like I was saying earlier in the show, our fifth defensive end could be someone's second. So if you release Shaq, it might not be the most crucial blow, but, I mean, we saw it with the Texans and the Jets. He was starting for them. So I think you have to keep Shaq. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Phillips for that matter. I mean, he's almost a lock to make the roster. But Shaq and Big Phil back on the Bills squad, like you you just oh, can't man. get rid of that juice. Yeah. Thank yeah, uh, man, I, I had I was actually thinking or like or I guess earlier in the or midways in the in the offseason I was like man because we didn't we didn't hear anything out of Jack Lawson I'm like I don't think he's gonna make the team. Then all of a sudden preseason comes and he's just showing out and he's probably one of the highlights of the defense man and so I, I now I think he's he's almost a, a definite lock. Um, I want to I want to circle back to this though Zach because you you you're saying Epinesa I, I I'm not too I'm not too sold on Epinesa at the at the moment I, I um. I don't know if it's Epinesa or Love. You know, maybe Love could be on the. I, I don't know. Um, I know their value. They're 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 young guys, man. But I'm not too sure how much Epinesa has 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 developed to earn himself a, a spot. Uh, we'll see. We'll 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 see. This um, year is the prove it year for Epinesa. I just yeah. don't think they're ready to give up on him that quickly. Is I mean, this the contract year too? Around pick, yeah. No, I think. Next, was it next year? Next year, I think is his contract year. 
But okay. as for Mike Love, you mentioned him. He's yeah. been a perennial practice squad player. Yeah. I think he sticks around as one of those veteran perennial practice squad players. Okay. Dante, do you, do you have anything to add or, or take away? Are you, are you, what do you think about nah, the, the five? Yeah, I think the five are set. Uh, I think with Epinesa, if you do release him, he will get scooped up by someone else. But as Zach said, with Mike Love, I think he's safe on the practice squad. All right. So Miller, Groot, Epinesa, Basham, Lawson. Five defensive ends. All right. Defensive tackles. Um. Dante, give me give me your give me your, your your tackles, man. I have four. I have Ed Oliver, Daquan Jones, Jordan Phillips, and Tim Settle. I feel like after that, there's kind of the drop off there, and you can differentiate the starting four from the practice squad practice squad guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm mm-hmm. Definitely, um, I, I don't agree see with a fifth that. guy. Yeah, I, yeah, I agree with that. I'm, I'm just trying to. I'm trying to think of a. About fifth guy, like I mean, you know, I mean, Eli, he's he's been showing out. Brandon Bryan has been showing out too. Uh, I was gonna I, say, should we put one of either Eli Anku or Brandon Bryan on the bubble for now? Because I feel like they would want. Yes, to me, to me, yeah. Because go ahead, go ahead, Zach. Who 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 are you leaning towards? Here's here's why I would put Brandon Bryan over Anku on the bubble. Mm-hmm. It's because he's shown that positional versatility on the D line. Leslie yeah. Frazier lined him up at DT, lined him up on the edge. He even reference that you could see it on the film and he's showing that he there is something there where yes. he's learning this and he's able to provide more versatility than Anku that's why I would say put Bryant on the bubble over him though I think Eli Anku couldn't make the practice squad anyways I would agree with that I would agree Brandon Bryant has been flashing like crazy um I, I like what he's what he has and I, I think I'm, I'm more inclined <laughs> huh He's filling that Justin Zimmer role. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he really is. He really is. I, I can see them keeping five D tackles, man, and with, with Brandon Bryant making that. Uh, um, so, so wait, wait, hold on, hold on. So I'm confused. Are, are we going Brandon Bryant? Are we adding Brandon Bryant to the, to, the, to the starting five or are we putting him on the bubble? I'll put him on the bubble for now. So he's on, he, he's on the bubble. Okay. Yeah. All right, boy, look, I almost jumped the gun there. So he's our first defensive player on the bubble. So right now we have uh-huh. four bubble. Yep. So Bryant, okay. yeah, I like that. And just I'm, keep it a running tab. So we have 34 on the active roster, four on the bubble. That's correct. Okay. That's correct. All right. So I'm trying to, man, I'm trying to type in, talk at the same time. Okay. I'm okay with this, guys. I think this is looking pretty good so far. Um, Arkley, Kumro, Tenuta, and Brandon Bryant so far are, are on the bubble right now. All right. Now moving on from the D tackles. Oh, man, that's going to be nice. We've got to go back now. <laughs> <laughs> And look at these these linebackers, man. Oh man, who wants to kick it off with the linebackers? Because currently, right now, um, I'm looking at the at the depth chart. So we have Matt Milano, Tremaine Edmonds, Tyrell Dotson, Andre Smith, Terrell Bernard, Joe Giles Harris, um, Balen Specter, Talamadikavich. Right now, I can start. Go ahead, Zach. Go ahead. So let's go around the horn. First. <laughs> First thing I want to mention about linebackers is let's remember with all this, Andre Smith is going to be suspended the first six games. Oh, six. I thought four. Yeah. Yeah. First okay. six games. So he won't count towards the roster. Gotcha. Time. So that technically frees up another spot. Mm-hmm. So Ooh. with that said, Tremaine Edmonds, Matt Milano, Terrell Bernard, I think they keep Tyrell Dotson. I think they also keep Matikavich. Again, they value special teams. He's one of those core special teamers. But the thing is here, and this is something that because literally my 
May projection came out before the suspension, so that's why I had Andre Smith as the sixth linebacker. Mm-hmm. I could see Valen Spector making it as that last linebacker. Yeah, me too, man. He's shown stuff in the preseason. I think he led the defense in tackles each of the first two preseason games. So I think he makes it as that sixth linebacker if they decide to keep six at all. Yeah, Ned Ned Ryerson comes in. He says, yo, is there a linebacker on that list who's played harder than Joe Giles Harris? Yeah, he looks pretty good too. He's yeah, he has looked he's he's looked very good. Very good. Um this is gonna be this is gonna be another tough one, man. Um I like I like okay, obviously Edmonds, Milano, Bernard, Dodson, Matikavich. Okay. That's what is that, five? Three, four, five. Yeah. And then from there, is it's are we putting Spectre on the fifty three or is he on the bubble or what do you I think? put him on the bubble for now, just because we don't know the numbers as of now. Yeah. Do we want to do the same with Giles Harris? Because I think Spectre has Yeah. I think Spectre is a tier above just because of his his draft ranking. They drafted him in the seventh round and he's flashed a lot of talent. And I think he still has a ton of upside. So I think uh Balaam Spectre would be ahead of him now on the depth chart. But do we want to put Joe Giles Harris on the bubble too? I I, I think he's just a practice squad candidate. I think we yeah. could put both of them and then just debate a little bit more about mm-hmm. what we put above the other. I agree. I agree with that. So let's let's so we so we got Spectre and Joe Giles. Spectre had twenty four tackles throughout this whole preseason preseason, which led the led the team. And he also had two yeah. uh, passes defensed. So he I'm was saying, man, Spectre, dude, Spectre has been doing very good, man. Very good. Uh, uh we here's here's like I guess the here's like the the bad thing about about drafting well and these guys showing up and especially you know getting a whole lot of a lot of game time uh, for all these NFL teams, it's going to be very difficult for the Bills to try to hide some of these guys on the practice squad. You know, when you got a young guy like Spectre who's been flashing like crazy, I don't know. It's just me if they're going to be able to hide him on the squad, man, and he's not going to get scooped up. Um, that's why really- I think they would rather lose. Joe Giles Harris, then Balen Spector. Yeah, 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 that that's exactly what I was getting at. Okay, so for now, we'll just we'll just keep Spector and Harris on the on the bubble right now. Um, and we're going with our linebackers. Uh, we got five. So Edmonds, Milano, Bernard, Dodson, Madikavich. Right. Are we good with that? Okay. Yep. All right. So we got five linebackers. All right. Uh oh. Dun dun dun. <laughs> Should we start with the easy ones now on the defensive backs? Because safeties, I feel like, are almost a lock, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's yeah, let's hit safety. So Poyer, right. Hyde, Hamlin, Johnson, yep. same as every other yep. year. Every year, man. Every year. Um, the one thing I have to say about that is Nick McLeod is interesting here because he has that position versatility where he can mm-hmm. play corner or safety. So I think he is a perfect bubble candidate for now because I don't know where he's going to fit in number wise, mm-hmm. but I think. They really like him and that versatility and his speed. Okay. Dante, what do you think, man? He's a great candidate, as Kevin was saying, Nick McLeod, a great candidate to be stashed on the practice squad because he doesn't really have that name recognition, but the Bills love him because of that position versatility. Mm-hmm. So do we, do we want to stash him on the, on the practice squad right now or do you want to keep him on the bubble for now? I think bubbles. bubbles. Bubbles good. All right. All right. So we got him and he's cornerbacks last – like, yeah, man, this is gonna be boy, this is gonna be interesting right here. When we go, when we go back to this bubble, it's gonna be <laughs> all right. So yeah, poor yeah, poor Hyde Hamlin Johnson, man, and the, and dude, man, they've been showing out. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right, cornerbacks. 
going to tackle this monster right here, Zach. And so to lead this off, we kind of have to talk about this. This will be the pivotal factor in who else is kept, but mm -hmm. whether or not they put Trey White on the pump list or the short-term IR will influence whether they have mm -hmm. an extra roster spot for one of these other DBs or not. If they do, if they don't, that means that the Bills feel confident he can go sooner rather than later, maybe even as early as week one. If they do, though, that frees up that extra roster spot, makes it a little easier to clear up the bubble for this position. Back in May, I assumed that they would probably err on the side of caution, put him on the PUP so he's out for a month. Then you have Kyrie Elam, Taron Johnson, Dane Jackson, Saran Neal, I and can't Cam Lewis and Christian Benford. I put Cam Lewis there back then more because of his experience in the system. McDermott values that. I didn't even know up until, you know, the preseason that they were testing him out at safety as well. Mm -hmm. See if he had that versatility. And Christian Benford, he showed out in camp. He showed out yeah. in the preseason. I think he's almost all solidified a roster spot at this point. I agree. Kev? Yeah, so it's tough with Trey because I feel like he can be ready sooner rather than later, like you mentioned, Zach, but it's just a matter of when. Because even if he's not ready week one against the Rams or even week two versus the Titans, the Bills might not want to put him on the pup list because you also can't practice for four weeks. So they may they might want to get him out there for week three, we'll just say against Miami on September 25th. But then again... On the other side, that takes away a roster spot from a Nick McLeod or someone like that. And obviously, Trey's better than Nick McLeod. But if you want an easier route to get Nick McLeod on your team, maybe you do put Trey on the pup list. But it's just it's just tough because I don't know yeah. how Trey is progressing. I just hear a bunch of great things that he's looking great. He feels great. He's on track. But we don't know what track is. You know, like we don't know what that track is. The Does other that mean he's going to be ready for week one, week two, yeah. week three, week four, week five. I don't know. Dante, do you know anything? Do you have any thoughts on that? I think personally that he'll start the season on the PUP list. I feel like they won't want to rush things. They won't want to risk re-injury or not having him again mm -hmm. in, in this postseason. And so I feel like they're just going to take a measured approach and just start him off on the PUP list and just wean him back in slowly and surely. I mean, the other option is you put him on the short-term IR, which instead of four weeks, I think that would be he'd be off for six. But I think you could still practice at some point in that time frame as well. So if you wanted to choose that. Mm -hmm. Either way, the point being, like I know that Thigh Doctor on the BF blog wrote a really good piece a couple months back about the recovery timetable and seemed like he was saying that the best way to approach it would probably be the more conservative route. That's probably what McDermott and Bean would be thinking is you don't want to rush Trey back too early. And then you don't want to rush him back too early and risk re-injury and then lose him for the postseason. When your main goal mm -hmm. this year is the postseason, a Super Bowl run, you mm -hmm. want him fully healthy at the right time. So I think at this point you put him on either the pup or short-term IR and then just 
free up that extra roster spot immediately and let someone else get a depth position, let them prove what they can do. So the pup, the pup, how long is it? Is it four weeks? Pup is four weeks. Uh, short term IR, if is Bryce six? is correct, and it's actually four weeks now. I'm not exactly sure. It's either four to six weeks, something like that. Okay. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Zach. And the only thing that I have with that is Trey can't practice until week five when he comes back. So from the pup, right? Yeah, like you're not allowed to practice. Like obviously you can't play, but you can't even practice. So that's what I was saying. If maybe they just hold him out of games because they don't think he's ready, but maybe by like week two or three, they want him to start practicing a little bit more and more and kind of build himself up so he is ready mm-hmm. for four or five. Right, because if he's on the pup list and he's not practicing, then then I mean, so so even though he he he'll be out for like let's say four to six weeks on the pup, um, but then returning, it could be even longer than that because they have to build him up through through uh, through practice. Well, yeah, so it'd be four yeah. weeks on the pup, and then mm-hmm. if you build him up through practice, you could be yeah. looking at a week six return. Right, right. That's now in line with Doc's prediction. With, yeah, and now with now with with IR, are they allowed to are they allowed to practice if they're on short term IR? I mean, I believe that there is like a 21 day window once mm-hmm. they reach that week, four week or six week deadline. Yeah. I think Bryce confirmed it's four weeks. So you have a 21 day window where you, you can practice and then you can evaluate, see what happens. And then if you feel confident at that point, after that window, you take them off the IR. If not, you leave them on there. So yeah. I think. But if anything, that might be the more realistic of the two options, just because, to Kevin's point, you can actually see him practice at some point during that span. Yeah, yeah, and I think that's yeah, I think that's what's important is him practicing while he's, you know, kind of getting himself back back ready. Uh, man, that's that's gonna be hard. All right, so so who do we? So we've got Elam, Jackson, Johnson, Benford, Neal, and did you put Lewis? Is that what you had said, Kev? I mean, Zach, you had, you had Cam Lewis yeah, on it? I had Cam Lewis based on his experience in the system. Okay. So if he's on, so if Trey's on, if Trey's on short, you got to tell me, so if Trey's on short-term IR, does he, does he not count against the 53? No, he does not. He does not. Okay. It's just like how Ike Bakker is on the PUP list, so he doesn't count. Gotcha. All right. So um, what are we doing with Trey then? To put him on IR though, wouldn't they need to? He would need to be on the fifty-three man roster though. Is that right? Yeah, so, yeah. I was trying to figure out. Yeah, is that? Oh, that's true. Yeah. So okay. So he has to be on there. Upper roster. So controversially, Trey White makes the fifty-three. I know, surprising, right? Right. <laughs> and then parking lot cut the situation with someone else. Yeah. Maybe okay. Cam Lewis because I think. Yeah. I think he may have enough vested years where you could cut him and not worry about waivers i'm not entirely sure that's but mm-hmm. if he is then he'd be the obvious candidate if not then you just figure something else out maybe but, okay so, so right. should we just put trey on the active roster now because yeah yeah yeah, yeah, got Trey, yeah. Make, like the bills are gonna have to make that decision anyways where it's like hey nick mcleod sorry but you got to go on the practice squad because we have one of the best corners coming back from injury yeah, so we yeah. might as well just plan ahead right now, right? And right. So, we, so we, yeah, we've got we've got Trey White, Elam, Jackson, Johnson, Benford, Neil Lewis. Wait, wait. Let's keep the nickels 
separate because I don't want to get confused because I, I had um, Taron Johnson and Saran Neal as nickelbacks. All right. Let's, 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 let's do that for your... For my uh, organizational purposes. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So Taron Johnson and Saran Neal, I mean, those guys are locks. Yeah. Even with Neal, he got a new three-year contract. Yeah, he's not going to. Whether he sees the field on defense or not. I mean, he's he's another special teams guy. All right, so White, Elam. So outside corners, White, Elam, Jackson, Benford, Lewis. Okay. And then Nichols, we've got Johnson and Neal. Is that right? Say the outside corners again. So it's Trey White, Dane Elam. Jackson, Kyer yeah. Elam, Christian uh-huh. Benford. Cam Lewis. I would put Lewis on the bubble. Uh-huh. I don't know how you guys feel about that. Yeah, you can put him on the bubble. All right. I understand that. Yeah, I'm cool with that. I mean, I really, yeah, I can't, I mean, I couldn't care any less, <laughs> to be honest. All right, so let's see here. Let's, so uh, let me move him off. And then, so Lewis is on the bubble. Uh, throw him down there in the bottom along with Nick McLeod. Oh, yeah, okay. Nick McLeod. We forgot him. Okay. Yeah, yeah I, yeah, I got Nick McLeod on the bubble. Yeah. Okay. Um, so corners, so outside, we've got four. And then we've got the two. Nichols. Is that right? So we got six. All right. We're good. White, Elam, Jackson, Benford. Outside. Nichols, Johnson, Neal. Okay. Mm-hmm. Are, we good with, are we good with that? Everybody good with that? Yep. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, well, I mean, what did that's... <laughs> That's all now. I guess we. I guess now we got to go to special teams, all right? Obviously, I mean, we got now. This is. This is, this is <laughs> I was waiting for this one, baby. I was waiting for this one. All right. So check this out. All right. Now, Tyler Bass is making the squad, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. We can. We can agree. All right. Bass is making it. Tell me why I have. Why I still have running back in here up up on my screen. Oh man, you guys gotta let me know. All right, running back is still up on the screen. All right. So now, special teams. Tyler Bass is a kicker. All right, uh, Reed Ferguson, is he going to make the squad? Are we yeah. cool with Reed? Yeah. I All think right. this is what I'll say about Reed Ferguson. Again, yeah. I'll mention what I said last year, or what I said previously in the show about last year. Last uh-huh. year at cutdowns, Ferguson was technically – he was released, but that was so they could put Marquez Stevenson back on the – put him on the IR, and then they brought Ferguson back. Potentially, he could be one of those – Parking lot cut candidates, but he's going to be on the roster anyways because he's their long snapper. Right. Yeah, let's just put him on. So, I mean, essentially it's going to be three special teams guys because you have Bass, Ferguson, and then a punter. We don't know who that is. <laughs> don't you do that, Kevin. You So, so um, this is, this, this is, I mean, this is it, man. So, is, uh, is Ariza, is he on, is he on the squad, man? Is he going to be, is, is, is he going to be our puncher? That's a whole other conversation because there's just so much meat on that bone that we could get into, and we're almost two hours in. So that's why I said I don't think it'll be a riser, so let's just label it a punter. So, so just a punter? Yes. But we don't. But we have him all, currently on the team right now. You know? So, I mean, like, we have to this point. I mean, guess. Go ahead, Zach. You look like you kind of want to say something. Polardi. I'm just going to say about Areza that obviously we all know what's going on. Yes. Too early to determine whether he's 
whether the claim, the allegations are true or false, and they're still gathering all the evidence and whatnot. It's a punter. He's right. a punter. You can find someone else who can come in on the very few fourth downs that the Bills offense will have next se- this season. Just find someone else who doesn't have any Yeah. His head. There's a guy I've been seeing on Twitter for so long. I'm trying to remember his name. So you you got you guys talk about you talk through the special teams. I'm trying to find this guy here real quickly. Is it He's Jake a... Jake Shum? Yes. Jake, yeah. Yeah. There yeah, you yeah. go. There he you go. Been, he's been recruiting himself, I think, for the past three years for the Bills to sign him. Yeah, man, yeah. dude. I'm like, just get that dude because he looks pretty good. I, I mean, even before, like, even before we got Matt Hogan, I was like, yo, get, how come Jake is now get that guy? Get him, he's, and I he's think Jack too, and he can punt the cold. He was Jack in Green Grand Bay, Bay. like it's, first, it's match made in heaven. Yes. Okay, let's yes. put Big Shum as our punt. <laughs> 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 I like I, I like it, man. Oh, dude, that dude is he was nice, man. So if we'll put Jake Shum on the on the is it Shum or Shum? How do you I don't even know how you pronounce his name? Shum it's Shum S C A C H U M. Yeah. There we go, baby. We found ourselves a punter. <laughs> you call Matt Barkley up from the practice squad, <laughs> <laughs> right? Yo, listen here. I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Here we go. So, Rev, um, yeah. Bryce just said in the chat, we're at 52 right now. So, what what do we have for defense? Because we had 25. Are we at 52 with with uh, Jake Shum? I think so. That's 25 offense, three special teams, so 28. Do we do we keep 24 defensive players? You want to run through that real quick? All right, hold on a second. Let me see. So that bubble's um, gonna get real tight here. So we got 52. Is that right? All right. So let me see. Uh, let me add. Hold on. Where, where, where are my numbers? All right. Write this down. Somebody put a calculator. All right, so we got nine offensive linemen, two quarterbacks, six wide receivers, three tight ends, five running – Uh, wait a minute. Yeah, five running backs, five D, D ends, four D tackles, five linebackers, four safeties, um, six corners altogether, including outside and, and nickel. Um, and then three special team. Kicker, long snapper, and punter. Yeah, that's 52. 52. Who's the last who who's the last one? So now we get now let's go to the bubble. All right. All right. So our bubble players right now, we've got Matt Barkley, right? Quarterback, Jake Kumaro, wide receiver, special teams, Luke Tenuta, offensive tackle. Brandon Bryant, D tackle, um, Balen Spector, right? Uh, Joe Giles Harris, Nick McLeod, and Cam Lewis. Whew. Man, that's tough, right? <laughs> so yeah. you got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Eight players um, are fighting for one final roster spot. I'm going to, I'm, hey, let's, let's, let's just load this up, okay? Bryce, you come on into the stream. We're going to have all five of us on here. Um, and then we're going to try to tackle this monster. All right. So who is – dang, this is tough, man. This is tough. Um, let's go around the horn. Let me start. Who wants to start? Who wants to kick it off? Who wants to kick it off? Um, Dante. I'll kick it off. All right. I'll kick it off. I, right, my Dante. vote's for Spectre. I, I think just like mm. the chats are saying, I think he doesn't make it off of waivers. I think he doesn't 
he'll get scooped up off the practice squad if he does make it off waivers. And I just think he's shown too much. I think he's shown enough to make a roster spot. Okay. So Dante, I'm putting you here. Dante is for Spectre. All right. Um, Bryce. I got to go with Spectre too, because if he, if we cut him, He's not making it past waivers. He's going to the Giants or the Panthers, somebody. He's not going to make it back to the Bills practice squad. Now with 24 tackles in uh, three games. Okay. And he was decent on special teams, too, this summer. He was, man. He was. I guess yeah, he was man. pretty good. Okay. Let me see here. So we got two for Spectre. And how many linebackers? We, got, we currently got five linebackers on the squad, though. Currently get five. All right. Kevin, you're up. I'm going to play devil's advocate to make it interesting and say uh-huh. Jake Kumaro because when we went through it originally, uh-huh. I was thinking that Kumaro was wide receiver six and it would be Isaiah Hodgins here. Uh-huh. So between Kumaro and Hodgins for this spot, yeah, I, I think I'm going to take the wide receiver here. And whether that be Kumaro or Hodgins, I'm going to go with the seventh wide receiver. Got it. All right. Um, let me see here. Super Spectre, one for Kumaro. Zach? What were the options again? <laughs> All right, so we've got um, – let me pull it up. So Barkley is definitely so a – Barkley? Barkley? Yeah. Barkley? All right. Kumaro, Tanuta, Brandon Bryant, Spectre, Joe Giles Harris, Nick McLeod, Cam Lewis. I guess if I had to pick from those guys for the last spot, based on how we did the linebackers, I have to go with Spectre because I think he offers a bit more as a depth linebacker than Tyler Matikiewicz would. And we all know that Matikiewicz is a special teams guy. So if you want – Yeah, you don't want uh, Matikiewicz on defense. Exactly. You don't want him coming in – late in the game, you know, in a blowout or whatever, you want to see somebody else who could show who knows potential going forward. Yeah. You want someone who can actually play defense. Again, no disrespect to Tyler Matikiewicz. He is a great special teamer. The Bills value him a lot, and he'll probably make the roster. I just think you want that extra depth at linebacker. And I think right. long-term, you can see um, Spectre replacing Matikiewicz down the line as that special team guy, but more of a reserve yeah. role, and he can help more on defense. Yeah. No, no, Ned. Um, Hodgins is actually on the roster. We don't have Hodgins on the bubble. Hodgins is not on the bubble. We had, we had, um, we had made, um, Hodgins had made the roster. So Sorry, I probably made that confusing, but I, I was just looking from the Bills' perspective because I think they're going to have Kumaro as wide receiver six. And if the Bills were going through this, like if we were Brandon Bean and all of his executives right now, I think Hodgins would be – the one on the bubble. So that's why I was just saying it's either or. But that that's why I went with both because I just think that having that seventh wide receiver, you, they're just going to get scooped up. Like Hodgins would definitely not be on the practice squad. Kumro, if he gets scooped up, so be it. But I don't think the Bills want to lose him for his special teams and his run blocking. So right, which is which is why which is why we had which is why we had Hodgins um on the roster initially. We just put him on there and then put and put um and put Kumaro on the bubble. Um but now that we have that 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 available roster spot now, um now now he has a potential um to actually make it, but it's not looking like it. 
I know. Right I now, think I'm cause, outnumbered. Because right now we've got <laughs> we've got it's, it's three to one right now, um, in favor of Baylor Inspector. And, and I'm I, so I like what you guys have been talking about as far as um the linebacker depth, right? Because you want somebody who has who's I basically I mean who's not just a special teams only guy and a guy who can actually you know contribute um on the, onto the defense um if need be because man uh but then, then i mean do we have to project ahead because when we, when we consider like guys like because we got i guess this is, this is just the initial 53 because it's not including guys like andre smith who's going to return um or anything like that I right well, but, but he but he's not make but his because when he returns and then as long i mean along with um ike bacher we got some more people we have to kick off well bucker right? can probably replace van roten Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, definitely. So, so we're just so we're just talking about just just initially right now. So when the when the fifty three comes out Tuesday, these are the guys that we have currently on the, on the fifty three. Okay, man. So it's up to me. So I, I'm gonna think. Oh man, Spectre's been looking really good. He has been looking really good. But uh, McLeod with his cornerback safety flex. Oh. Uh, uh, let me see here, because White out Elam, Jackson, Benford, those three outside. Um, and then suppose now let's just hypothetically speaking, right? Because let's just say because we have we have Trey White making the 53, but we have him with the asterisk because he could either be on short term IR, which means he won't play, which was which is gonna leave Kyrie Elam, um, Dane Jackson, Christian Benford outside. Um, and if Somebody were to get injured before Trey White got back. That's looking mighty thin right there with just with just those two there. Who would you bring? You know what I'm saying? Uh uh, do you want to cause if 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 that's all you have, then then you know you're looking at Johnson and Neil. You want to put Neil outside, you know what I'm saying? Uh to provide that extra depth. I mean, I don't know, because I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna throw a cornerback on there, man. Ah uh, and it's, to me, it's going to be between Cam Lewis and Nick McLeod. Mm. I think you do Cloud because of his versatility. That's what I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards Nick McLeod. Um, Cam Lewis got I, beat a bunch of times uh, last night. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Nick McLeod, man. I I, I just got to do it. As much as I like Baylen Specter, um, I don't know. <laughs> and, and then, do do we want to get into the the whole practice squad thing too? Do so you want to? Do we want to? project our 53 right now and then who's going to be on the practice squad do we want to do that as well well we already have half of it pretty much <laughs> yeah all right so I'm, I'm gonna i'm gonna go with i'm gonna go with nick mcleod okay i'm gonna put mcleod on there even though i've got incredibly outnumbered here man everybody's got we got we got specter man is is taking the field man he's just running with it i i, I have a question for Riffly you so too yeah if trey starts the season on the pup list how would this change your 53-man projection? So if there's two roster spots, would you go Spectre and another corner or Spectre Kumaro? Or how do you guys see that? I would go Spectre and Emily, another Spectre corner. Kum- you need uh, that corner depth, especially with your I, first uh, yes. three or four games. It's, it's yeah. The, I think you would kind of have to go with that extra corner in that case. I'm right. kind of like on the on the fence a little bit, but I'm leaning more towards more towards that extra corner. As much as I, I yeah. if we had the opportunity to bring Kumar on there, I think you know it would be good. But but when you look at that extra cornerback depth, yeah, I think I'm leaning towards the extra cornerback. Zach, 
Yeah, you definitely need the corner dra- corner depth. That's why, like, you know, you put Trey on the active roster, and then if you put him on the IR or pup list, then you're going to have to replace him with another corner. Got to get that depth. Yeah, definitely. All right, man. So that's our 53, guys. Um, let me see here. And then, so practice squad now. Who's on the squad? Barkley? Yeah. Barkley, Tanuda. Barkley, Kumro, Tanuda. Brandon Bryant. Yeah. Brandon Bryant. All right. Um, Brandon Bryant, too. So, are we, are we, so let's, just, let's just go with the majority here as far as who's going to make that final spot. So, the majority wins is Spectre's, Spectre's it. So, Spectre, Spectre made it. All mm-hmm. right. So, we got Spectre here. Um, let, me, let me add him to it, to the list. So Hodgins is wide receiver six. Jake Kumaro is probably going to make the practice squad here. Yes. Uh-huh. So so practice squad right now, we got Barkley, Kumaro, Tanuda, Brandon Bryant, um, Joe Giles Harris. All right, let me let me take Spectre off there. Joe Giles Harris, um, Nick McLeod, Cam Lewis. Tommy Sweeney? Yes. Practice squad. Does he make the practice Sweeney? squad? Well, we have three tight ends, though. So are we going to carry – Sweeney on the on the on the practice squad. Or are we just going to outright cut him? Because we got Knox Howard. I think Howard you and just outright cut him because you got uh, Gilliam that can be your emergency tight end too. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning towards that. Zach, what about you? I was going to say I think they cut him and try to bring him back on the practice squad, assuming that you know Brian Dable doesn't try to get him. But so because they. Yeah. What he brings, they. I think McDermott has referred to him as a glue player, so I think he would want to keep him around the team, even if he isn't necessarily on the fifty-three man roster. Who's that now? Tommy Sweeney. Tommy Sweeney. Yeah. Okay. So how many are we at practice squad wise? Uh, so are we are we are we putting Sweeney on the practice squad? Or are we outright cutting? Outright cutting. I would just cut him. Okay. Hands. Okay. Who was? Hands up for for cutting Sweeney. Bryce is Bryce is alone. I'm I'm with Bryce, man. I'm like so. All right, so everybody else is, is wants to stash him on the practice squad. Okay, so yeah. we got three two. All right, so let's just let's go with put him on the practice squad, even though I don't think that's gonna happen. But let's just see hypothetically. All right, so we got Sweeney on the squad. Too many Where are we at? Ends. Yeah, man, it's a lot. Um, where am I at here? But again, don't forget the Bills are trying to be heavy with the run game, and they're trying to mm-hmm. establish that that physical offensive line presence and Sweeney's another big run blocking body that if someone goes down with an injury, you just sub Sweeney in. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. No, uh, I'm not too, uh, I'm kind of mad about it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to look through it here. Oh, there it is. So let me, let me throw Sweeney on there. Okay. So, all right. So we've got it. Barkley, Kumro, Tanuta, Brandon Bryant, and then Tommy Sweeney. Does Tanner Gentry make the practice squad? Yes. No. Yes? No. You think he's still on the squad? <laughs> I he's wouldn't. like a classic perennial practice squad guy. He's Josh's friend from college. I think so he's, he's just on the squad play. just to be a friend. <laughs> and a wide receiver. <laughs> Man. Okay. I think you can find other wide receivers for your practice squad after uh, the 53 men cut down. True. So who? Someone better than him. Wait, Rev, what's the number right now? Did you did you list six or seven guys? No, no, I mean I got the fifty three. No, for the practice squad. How many how many we got oh, on that out oh. of the sixteen? 
It's 16. All right, so let me see here. I've got Barkley, Kumaro, Tanuta, Brandon Bryant. That's four. Tommy Sweeney is five. Joe Giles mm-hmm. Harris, six. McLeod, yeah. seven. Cam Lewis, mm-hmm. eight. We're halfway there. We're halfway there. I would add Mac, uh, Mike Love to that list. Okay. Yeah. All right. Ilianku. I don't know if he made our yes. roster, okay. but yeah. So 10 right there. Huh? Um, Blackshear, should we name him? Blackshear. Blackshear's on there. Blackshear's on there. Yeah, we, yeah we'll go ahead and oh. put Blackshear on there. All right, that's 11. Do you, think they, do you think they keep Duke Johnson and Blackshear on the practice squad if given the opportunity? I think you just no. keep one of them. Yeah, I, I think that, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, uh, Bryce. I think they just go ahead and, and let go of Duke Johnson and let him catch on with somebody else. That's what I was saying. Because he hasn't really shown a lot on offense uh, this summer. Preseason yeah, I mean, I mean, games he, training camp, he hasn't been great. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's been decent. I mean, he's been who he is, right? Um, but I, and I think you just kind of give him the respect as a, as, a, as a good vet. And he's like, you know what, here, you know, it's just not going to work out. Appreciate everything you've done for us. We're going to give you an opportunity to kind of get catch on with another team rather than trying to stash you on the practice squad. So, um, Blackshear, all right, so what are we at, 11, right? Is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, do you want to put Tanner Gentry on there? Yeah. You guys you guys want Tanner Gentry on there? Okay, I'll put, <laughs> put Gentry. If we must. If we must. All right, so that's Mark yeah. Stevenson. Stevenson would, would be on IR. Well, Stevenson's yeah. on IR, yeah. which would make room for someone else to be put promoted back to the 53. Josh I think Thomas? also Luke Tenuta. Yeah, Josh Thomas, Luke Tenuta, and Alec Anderson. I was saying yeah. we should probably find another offensive lineman because – we know how much they like that depth. So I would probably say Alec Anderson. Yeah, Alec Anderson. I hate to say this, but Bobby Shart. <laughs> right, right, right. Hold, on, hold on. So we put Tanuda, Anderson, and 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 Hart on there. Is that right? I, I'm just trying to think what maybe McDermott just two. <laughs> maybe just uh, because two I think we were at eleven with twelve. Count it, count it. One, two. Hold on. If I if I have all three of those guys on there, Hart, Anderson, Tanuda. That's three, and then. Josh Thomas, four. Gentry, five. Blackshear, six. Eli Onku, seven. Mike Love, eight. And then we got Cam Lewis, uh, nine. Nick McLeod, 10. Uh, Joe Giles Harris, 11. Sweeney, 12. Brandon Bryant, 13. Tanuta, 14. Kumro and Barkley, top it off. 16. That's it. That's a pretty good list. That good. You guys like it? Man, that was tough. Man. Yeah. <laughs> Just imagine how Bean's going to feel at Golly. Wow. Bye, Gentlemen, <laughs> we did it, man. Didn't even we say did goodbye it. to us. No, we so so who is it? So so the cuts we've got. Uh, let me see here. Uh, oh, does Zach pop up? What happened, man? Zach? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. He they didn't won't. even say bye to us. <laughs> I have no idea what happened. <laughs> <laughs> the Wi-Fi is telling me to get off. <laughs> oh man. Okay. That's pretty. That's that's a pretty good list there, guys. I I like it, man. It's it's tough to crack this fifty-three, man. It, it's going to be extremely tough. Um, you know, you guys have given me hope as far as with the punter situation. I've, I, you know, I, I want Jake Schumann on the squad, man. Actually, I, I liked him when when he was, you know, uh, when I when I seen him, and he's been trying to get on there for a while now. And I was like, dude, he's just freaking right up the street, isn't he? Isn't he in Buffalo? I'm like, dude, what y'all, yeah, what y'all, he is. What y'all doing? Yeah, what y'all doing? I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna tweet that right now. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna get the fan page going here. Do it, man. Do it, <laughs> Jake Schum, man. In case you guys haven't seen it. Yeah, I wish I could. I can grab a clip. Uh, let me see here, because I, I just I just looked him up. Um, he was again. last in the XFL. 
Was he? His Twitter, if and you're out there, yeah, 2020. Yeah, his put Twitter him up. Twitter is at Jake Shum, and Shum is S C H U S C H U M. Uh huh. S C H U M. You guys need to go look him up, man. Uh, he's Two like, hours ago, a video yeah, getting good. in the reps. Yes, I still live in Buffalo, and yes, I know I'm wearing a Green Bay shirt. Oh, well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. I like him, dude. Uh, let me see here. I'm trying to see if I can, if I can, if I can, if I can screen, if I can share the screen. You guys are not going to hear it, but I just want, to, want you to see his, his, his punts. He says, uh, this, so this, was, this, was, this was posted um, August the 25th. He says, still ready. All right, I'm gonna I'm share this guy's Jack, man. Let me see here. Is it gonna show the ball? Is it gonna show it? Oh, I just showed him kicking it, but it didn't actually show where the ball went. Let me see here. You guys need to see this guy. He's he's freaking nasty. <laughs> here it is. Here it is. In case you haven't seen Jake Shum, here is here he is right here. Did I make that big? There it is. Let's go back. I know, I know the thigh dog would like him. <laughs> look, at, look at the legs on that guy, man. Look at that, look at that, dude. Oh man, boom! Look at that. You see that? Look at that, man. <laughs> look at the calves on that man. Damn, that's crazy. The guy's jacked. Look at that, man. Look at this. Thigh dog, if you're watching, man, I, I think he may. I think he may. Uh, I don't know, baby. We may have to get the measuring tape out. <laughs> we, have, we may have to get the measuring tape out, bust out the thighs, you know what I'm saying? And let's and let's let's measure the girth of these guys' legs, man. Cause this guy's this guy is pretty big. <laughs> I like Jake Shum, man. I like I like him. I wish I wish he had some and I don't want to go too long on here and try to try to like locate it, but um, it was kind of last minute. But I know this dude has has some actual stuff where he shows you um just the distance and where he's, I mean, he's, he looks pretty good, man. So mm. anyway, yeah, he's got to look at that. He's got that. Uh, number 10 back there. Get him on the squad. Get this guy on the squad. Look at Buffalo Bills signed the hometown kid. Here it is. Do you want to see it? Let's look at it. Might as well. We're already on it. There he is. Let's see where this one goes. Jake Schumann, ladies and gentlemen, our new punter. Look at that. Look at that. Look at that. There we go. Get that man on the squad. Only 22 punter. That's our new punter. <laughs> That's our new punter, ladies and gentlemen. That is our new punter. I like it. <laughs> yeah, man. There we go. Fellas, that's it, baby. Two hours in the books, man. We did it. But uh, we did it. We did it, guys. So uh, I'm trying to see here. I, I don't screwed up my screen here. There, there it is. I had, I had myself on full screen. I'm like trying to figure out how I can get rid of it. How do you guys feel about the? How do you feel about 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 the uh, the 53? You guys feel comfortable with it? You think? You, do you think there's any going to be any surprises that we haven't discussed that could happen? I don't know if there if there's going to be any surprises that we haven't discussed, but something along the lines of those special teams guys, the OJ Howard, the Jake Kumaro, Isaiah Hodgins, Blackshear. I think those are all definitely going to be worth noting come Tuesday, because I feel like 
every year there's a couple guys, especially this year, because there's going to be there's going to be a, a lot of cuts where, you know, I'm sorry, Kevin. From- I'm sorry, Kevin. This is just this, this, this is the name really got me. Since we're talking about measuring these guys' thighs, and here you go. Inches count comes in with the great show, guys. All right, man. Yeah, you got that right. Appreciate you, baby. Go ahead, Kevin. I'm, I'm sorry, man. I'm sorry. I got distracted. Ah, uh, sorry. But once you get inside 60, it's going to be really tough. And there are going to be at least five or six guys where we're going to look at that at 401 and say, oh, man, I really wish he could have been part of this squad. Oh, man, they couldn't have kept him. They couldn't have maneuvered yeah. their way around. So, again, I think we covered everything front, back, side to side mm-hmm. in terms of surprises. But something that we discussed could definitely happen on Tuesday. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah. Could OJ Howard be cut? Could that guy not I think that's interesting, too, because for most of the preseason, uh, Quinn Morris and Tommy Sweeney got starting reps over him to start the game, and Howard mm-hmm. was getting a lot of uh, reps late in the fourth quarter, especially yesterday. Yeah. yeah. I, th- I think it's possible, man. I, th- I think it's possible for that he gets cut. Um, I think it's possible that um, we see Blackshear actually making the roster, and maybe, I mean – could Zach depends on what they do with Taiwan. It, yeah, it really does. It really does depend. Um, Dante, man, you got any, you got anybody that you think could be a surprise that we may that we may have missed, or just just throw something out there that you may think will happen or could happen? Um, for me, honestly, Howard, whatever happens with him, I could uh, surprise maybe him getting traded. Maybe we get a draft pick for him mm. if they can nice. find a trade partner. Maybe in one of the games today, there's an injury. Yeah, something along those lines. There's something, man. There's got to be. There's got to be something. I don't think it. It can't be this. You know, right? There has to be some kind of something going on, right? That to, just to kind of mix some things up. Um, but we'll see. We'll see, ladies and gentlemen. We've got until Tuesday. Was it at four p.m.? Is it four yeah, p.m.? Four. Yeah, four p.m. Tuesday at four to find out. So uh, it's going to be a very interesting weekend and an interesting start to the week. I'm curious to see when they're going to actually start cutting. I don't know if it's just going to be all on just just chop them all at one time on Tuesday. Or if they're going to gradually do it throughout the weekend and, and you know, up to Tuesday, um, we will see. Um, any guys, any of you guys, man, have anything coming out? Um, Dante, what about you, man? Do you have anything that, that we could be looking forward to here in the future? Uh, not quite yet, but once uh, once the regular season starts up, you'll be seeing more from me, writing more about uh, what the coaches and players are saying throughout the week in their weekly press conferences. There we go, baby. Bryce, what about you, baby? Uh, I do not have anything planned yet. I'll probably have something figured out uh, tomorrow or Monday. But uh, definitely check out Buffalo Fanatics Twitter this week where you can find me uh, breaking down all the cuts. That happens until Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Yes, sir. Kevin. (laughs) Oddly enough, this is a week where I was ranking the punters and the kickers. So... (laughs) I don't even know. I don't even think that I was going to have a rise on there because it's just too soon. I mean, maybe. I don't know. Now he's not. Yeah. Um, yeah. But that's definitely going to be interesting. So it'll mm-hmm. be my last week of rankings this week for the summer. Mm-hmm. And I believe Brandon Bean – or is it Bean or McDermott? They're going to be talking coming up here, right, because the Bills have practice and there's a press conference coming up. I think McDermott's speaking at 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock. Just okay. changed to 4 o'clock, yeah. Oh, okay. That was what changed to 4? Practice is at 4.30. Okay. Practice at 4.30? Okay. Yeah. 
All right. I, I was, I'm trying to scroll through Twitter to see if we had any breaking news before we had a hit it out there. Um, nothing as of yet um, that I'm able to locate so far. So we'll see what happens, man. Um, I definitely think that this is going to be something that everybody's eyes are going to be glued to and finding out what's happening with this with these with these bills in this final 53. I am so ready to kind of turn the page on the offseason and try to focus um, um, solely on the Rams game because that is two weeks away, ladies and gentlemen. So you guys get hyped, get ready for that. Um, there's going to be a whole lot of content that we're putting out throughout the rest of the weekend, all the way up until the uh, the, the roster um, cuts, the final roster cuts, and the, and the final roster projection and all that kind of stuff. Gonna, we're going to keep it locked right here. And just keep it locked right here on the Buffalo Fanatics Network. Make sure you guys follow us on all of our social media platforms. Go to support. I mean supportbf.com where you can find us. Um, download the BF Network app. And just follow us and uh, like this and subscribe to the channel because there's going to be a whole lot going on um, in the near future. I'm excited about, about this regular season, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know about you guys, but I'm pumped, man. I can't, I'm fired up about this Rams game, man. I, I, it's going to be interesting, man. I, it's going to be very interesting. I think the Bills are going to come out on fire. Me personally, I think these guys are going to come out on fire. Um, they're going to let this stuff kind of, you know, this, this, this distraction, if you will, quote unquote, just kind of pass over them. And these guys, man, uh, they they have they know they know how to compartmentalize this stuff, right? So, when 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 the live bullets start flowing and we and it's, it's time to start focusing on the Rams, I don't think they're gonna let any of this other stuff distract them. They're gonna be focused solely upon the Los Angeles Rams and putting their stamp early on the National Football League 2022 NFL season. So, guys, with that being said, that is our show. Thank you so very much for you guys for you for all of you who have been tuning in so far, um, watching the other installment of the Buffalo Fanatics Riders Club um, joined by my man Kevin Syracuse, Dante Lasting here up top Bryce Martino, Zach Vaughn and myself um, salute to you guys have a fantastic rest of your weekend um, be safe out there, enjoy yourselves enjoy one another and keep it locked right here on the Buffalo Fanatics Network for everything related to the Buffalo Bills until next time baby as always and you guys know it oh Go Bills. Go Bills. Sick of being upsold at gyms? 
My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a Swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.